We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in, but why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parm. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome into Hand Raise, guys. I'm Neil McCready. If you haven't seen enough of me today, then God help you. Chase Parms here as well. You're tired. Um, you only streamed like nine hours of YouTube. Kind of mentally huh? fatigued a little, but uh, but I'm here. <laughs> Someone says the music gets them pumped up. The music. Someone says the music is is too epic. It gives them the feeling of an orange podcast. <laughs> it. It it definitely like builds and kind of gets yeah gets, it gets you excited. Yeah, I was telling Neil. I, I needed I needed to get excited because I'm. I, I was telling Neil a second ago. I'm really enjoying. So I, I, we the way this process works: pull up YouTube and we go to like our little studio page, so I can actually see your guys' comments and the analytics and all the stuff. But then I need to go pull up the normal page. Because it's such a habit to go get the link that I was doing that anyway, even though it's already up and Neil already had everything running. And uh, I stumbled upon, uh, hey, coach, the Nick Saban <laughs> show was just starting at the same time, and they had 183 gumpers waiting for, for Nick to enter the, uh, the, 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 the the show there at Baumhauer's in Tuscaloosa. And, <laughs> A, the live stream is just fantastic. I mean, it is everything you want it to be in written form, documented for everybody to see. And then I told Neil a second ago, Eli Gold's being Eli Gold. He's done this a few times by now. He knows what to do. Welcome into Hey Coach. Yeah. It's Eli Gold with the Nick Saban Show. And Nick is sitting on the end. He's in a, he's in a pink polo. <laughs> And the resignation on his face as he is picking up this head, this headset to put on. I told him he has to be doing nothing but going $9 million, $9 million, $9 million yeah. over and over and over again. Yeah. Yeah. Because holy hell, that thing. Yeah, this is the one hour a week of his life that he hates himself and he wishes he were back in West Virginia like pumping gas. It's it's the it's the call in show version of when he had to sit at the table and watch the gumps run at him. Yeah. Each spring. He he hates himself right now. He's 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 good soldiering through it. I mean At some point I'm thinking like at six thirty every Thursday night, Terry has to call him and say, Hey Nick, you know that you have to go do the show and he's like, I'm not doing it this time. <laughs> 
I'm not going. I'm done. I'm not effing going. And she's like, you have to go. It'll be a big story if you don't. You have to go. It's in the contract. We get we get an extra 1.5 for this. And he's like, you effing do it, Terry. He's she's playing like, along. He's, 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 he's getting it done. And once he gets there, maybe somebody gives him a little scotch or something. He has a Dasani in front of him, of course, or whatever it is. It's vodka. Straight vodka. <laughs> they poured the water out and poured vodka back <laughs> <laughs> Who else is on with him? There's three of them. It's Eli know. and him and some bald They dude. usually have like a, um, a media person that comes with them. Oh, do they really? Usually. There okay. you go. Ohio and Louisiana Lafayette on one screen on TV too. There it is. Kenneth Morgan says, um, Super Chat, th- Kenneth, thank you so much. He says, after going to my first game in about 15 years last week, it was all I could ask for. Thanks for all you guys do and go to Hell Tulane. I'm glad you had fun, Kenneth. That's awesome. Glad you got a chance to go, and that's cool. Uh, let's let's see. I'm going to tell you guys about all the stuff that's up on the site, on our all that stuff, pay a few bills in the process. Sure. Hand Raise, guys, is uh, brought to you by Comer Heating and Air and Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Different names, same great, same great products and services. If you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call 662-429-4429. Um, we have a soft verbal up. Uh, Zach and I taped the soft verbal. We talked to quarterbacks. We took a few questions, but it was mostly quarterback talk. It was actually pretty good. A lot of recruiting. So if you want some your Ole Miss football recruiting fix, that's the place to go get it. It's brought to you by the College Corner. It's your one-stop Rebel Shop. Two locations in the Jackson area. In Ridgeland, it's next to uh, Fleet Feet. In Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, it's okay. You can visit the College Corner at collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram. Whether you're tailgating in Oxford or home-gating with friends and family, the College Corner has you covered for game day, the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. Uh, the MPW Digital pregame show, all three hours and 15 minutes of it, is up on our uh, YouTube channel. We would love if you would go to that and uh, watch it. We'll, I think Chase is going to put chapter marks yeah. in there for you. Um, it will probably be in the morning, but yes. Yeah, but it's there. It's really good. We talked to uh, Pete DeWeese. Um, Jeff Conway, the two-lane wide receivers coach. who Which we're going to play tonight. That's correct. Yeah. Uh, talked to Ryan Brown of uh, Next Round Live, or the next round. Uh, Jeffrey Wright of uh, 92.9 FM ESPN. Ben Mintz of Barstool. And uh, Chase talked to uh, Julia Aubrey, the director of the Ford Center. So there's a lot of stuff there on that show. Please hit the subscribe button. Cost you nothing. Hit the subscribe button. Hit the like button. We would really, really, really appreciate it. That's brought to you by Walk-Ons. Walk-On Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with a taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine like po'boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers and fresh salads. Quality, fresh ingredients you can't help but crave. Um, Walk-Ons creates an environment that fosters growth and belonging for all where the team is bigger than the individual where they exceed expectations and positively impact every community they serve. Think you have what it takes to bring people together and provide a memorable game day experience? Visit 720 Highland Colony Parkway in Ridgeland to join their team today. Walk-On's Sports Bistro, more than a restaurant.
Uh, one thing I do want to clarify, we, we told you today the first time about Johnson Hill Creamery and the things they do in the Grove every weekend as far as catering, tailgate things. They will actually deliver to the Grove, so you don't have to go pick it up. They will deliver right to where you are, so a little extra incentive there to uh, potentially use the use that on your game day because anything of ease where I don't have to actually go figure it out and get back to my spot would be a huge um, benefit to uh, trying to enjoy my Saturday as, as good as possible. We also taped a uh, Mind of My Money today uh, that's brought to you by Pinnacle. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N wealth.com. They're based in Madison, Mississippi. Uh, Provide all sorts of financial services, individual, business, uh, 401K, all of that stuff there. Corporate 401K at Pinnacle, mypinwealth.com. We also have a uh, butcher versus a spin instructor up at rebelgrove.com, up on our YouTube page that's brought to you by LB's Meat Market, LB's 2008 University Avenue in Oxford. If you're not familiar with LB's, when you come to Oxford, you need to get familiar with it. It's right across from Kroger, but don't go to Kroger. Go to LB's. Phenomenal service, uh, fresh cuts. Just being real. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, whether it's beef or pork or uh, chicken, house-made sausages, fresh seafood, all of that. Greg Jones and the people at LB's will take terrific care of you. Tell them that you heard about it um, on MPW Digital, Rebel Grove. Say Neil sent you, Chase sent you. I don't care. Yeah. Whatever. He's going to throw a little something extra in your uh, in your in your basket. You'll really love it. It's fantastic product, and uh, Greg's great to us. It's the people there are uh, are great. You'll love them. 2008 University Avenue in Oxford. Greg and Campbell picked the games. My daughter, Campbell, Greg has a three-game lead on Campbell heading into uh, week number three, which is a marked departure from what happened a year ago where Greg fell way behind and tried to dig his way out and just kept digging a bigger and bigger and bigger hole. Except and, a little competitive this time. Yeah, and Campbell ended up winning by 20-some-odd games last year. This year it appears to be a completely different story. So all of that up on our YouTube page. Um, if you are on Instagram, please go to MPW Digital, subscribe, follow, whatever the word is. And uh, we'd appreciate that. My daughter Caroline's running that page. If you go look at it, we went from completely inactive to really active. So if you're on Instagram, please follow that. We'd appreciate it. Uh, one thing we always talk about beef and stuff with, with with Greg. Don't sleep on the stuffed chicken. He does the, the oh the, no, the, I know the, the stuffed chicken breast. Just a little, uh... just the plain seasoned chicken breast. Oh really? Oh, and then the I other, haven't had that. Now. And the other thing, and I hate I hate saying this because I go get them there, and sometimes. They're there, and I'm like, yes. His wings are the best wings you'll get anywhere. To then do what with what? What, what, what are we doing? Smoke them, air oh, really? fry them. Okay. They pre-seasoned. Them. You can get them pre-seasoned. Okay. He has lemon pepper seasoned, and he has the house made seasoning, which is my favorite. Is the ribeye still your favorite sausage, or have you moved on to something else? Mm. So I went to chicken jalapeno for a while. Okay. And then the last time I had the spicy ribeye, that did it for me. And so I'm, and then I like the Swayze sausage, too. It's yeah, a pork yeah, yeah. sausage. It's delicious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, none of them are bad. No, I mean, they're. I'll tell you the other one that's sneaky good is the. Now, I like the chicken ones more than I think you do. You do. The, the, the chicken feta spinach. I've never even tried is it. Is for me fantastic. Okay. Love it. Yeah, I would much rather the pork or the beef. But. Yeah, well, I like them. My problem is I like all of them. But, but um, <laughs> the answer is yes, actually. Yeah, 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 but those are my favorites. The, right now, the spicy ribeyes. If you told me I could only have one, that would be the one that I would get. 
I haven't had a bad one yet. I mean, I really haven't. A couple of times I've wanted to have a bad one. Right? No, no, that's not good. The, uh, the He's got a lamb sausage coming out, too. Lafayette hits a big post pattern. Ohio, I, I have to give them a lot of credit because it's not like I watch a lot of Bobcats by any means, but to be in that conference and to not go crazy and stick with traditional-looking uniforms, home and away always, I give Ohio a lot of credit. They go white, they go green, everything is completely... That's a clean look. That's what I'm saying. It's a good yeah. look. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with that at all. They, they're they one of the few MAC teams that doesn't do something weird as hell every so often. It has to alarm Billy Napier a little bit tonight that there's nobody there. I'm, I'm, Was it really bad? This shot that I just saw looked is pretty it, empty. Is it um, mandatory vaccines? Oh, it's in that's, Louisiana. A, that's a great question. It might be. Was that just LSU, or was that all? That is a great question, and I should know the answer, and I don't. I can't even imagine Louisiana Tech. That's where I was going, actually, with that. If you're going to do mandatory vaccines, they're going to tell you where to mandatorily stick your... (laughs) (laughs) That's that's not going to go over well. Yeah, it's like, I mean, Louisiana, it's so funny they're all under one flag, because it is two separate countries about about midway up. Um, oh. Between it's, it's, South Louisiana and North Louisiana. From Alexandria North. Is that Al- the cutoff? Yeah, and Alexandria okay. South are two just two different worlds. Uh, yeah, I don't think Billy Napier's got a chance at the Cal job or Southern Cal job. I can't no, see him coming up there. It's a lot of Bill O'Brien talk today. A lot of James Franklin talk today. Both those make sense to me in different ways. James Franklin has to be pissed. Like, why did you do this two weeks in where I've got to say no for 10 weeks on this? Yeah. Because I do. Yeah. And people are going to keep asking, and he's going to get irritated, and people are going to continue to ask. All right, uh, Redskins. Washington football team. Screw it. I can call them the Redskins. What's someone going to do? Kill me? You criticized me last year when I couldn't get that right over and over and over. Well, they were the Redskins all of my life. How long is it going to take for us to say Guardians instead of Indians? All I know is that Game 7 was the Cubs beat the Indians. <laughs> the uh, Washington football team going with all whites with the burgundy helmet. Yeah. That's a good look. You like the all whites at home? The Saints used to do it some. They'd go white at home and kind of do some of that. Um, Not really. No. Nah. I mean, I... The places that I feel like do really good kind of road uniforms at home, they don't go white on white. I feel like white on white's a road thing. I, Giants going with the uh, blue top, white pant. That's a great look. Is it a white pant? It's a white pant. It is a white Not pant. Not the gray pant, but the yeah. white pant. It's a pretty good uniform game. Louisiana, Lafayette gets a touchdown. Yeah, I, easy. I'm I'm not crazy about the white on white at home. I feel like it works for like LSU because they put a color on the bottom. Yeah, like I feel like if you're doing the 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 home thing, you need a color pant for some reason. They could go with kind of a mustard pant, and it would look good. That would be better. They yeah. have mustard pants. Yeah, they wear those. Yeah, and hail to the Redskins is gone now. That was a good song. I didn't think about that. Yeah, I mean you just change everything. And for what? Who was deeply offended, really, by a football team? 
that one's one where they just let the ball get rolling and nobody was good enough to actually step up and stop it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, so, so, like, 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 like Daniel Snyder just rolled over. and I kept waiting for someone to go, really, these are first world problems here. It's going to be okay. It's a football game. Have a beer. Okay, so we do get Peyton and Eli again on Monday night. Yeah, they're advertising right now at the bottom of the screen. Oh, and I mean, that's a game that I otherwise would never watch, and I'm completely in. Won't miss it. But on that channel. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah. Not watching whoever. I was kind of surprised. It tells me that almost the numbers don't work, that there were only 800,000 homes that watched the Manning cast. Really? That was the initial numbers that came back, and I was like, I don't know, man. Okay, what I don't know how that works. I don't know if that's right or not. I have a hard time believing that's right, but even if it is, it dominated all social media. Yeah, so the, anything media wise, not even social, but stories the next morning, it dominated the internet for twelve hours. Well, the, so even if the the immersion and the reach was exponential. Well the of number that. across the south from now on will be across it it'll be off the charts. Birmingham's eating that shit up. Everybody yeah. is. I yeah. mean, Birmingham, New Orleans, yeah. Memphis. I mean, who doesn't? Because they're both likable guys. I mean, both both Eli and Peyton are very likable. And they got great guests. I met Russell Wilson for a, an entire quarter and the overtime. And Russell Wilson was fantastic. So Ole Miss is doing what? Red on white with what helmets? What's the helmet color? Oh, is that right? Yeah, I haven't seen. I don't even have my phone in here. Isn't that crazy? Almost football Twitter powder on red on white. I don't hate it. Yeah, powder on red on white is is. What's Tulane going with? I haven't seen theirs yet. I don't know. I mean, we saw that we saw their helmet. Everybody's yeah. raving about the helmet. Oh really? Oh yeah. Yeah, powder on red on white. Lane. While you're doing that, I'm going to go find my phone because I know it's going to light up. Okay. Looking now to see what they're. Uh... Tulane has released a video with the helmet and what appears to be a jersey, but I'm not seeing a pant color for uh, for Tulane at this point. It's on their social media. Um, Tulane has not shown us uh, their pant color that I can find. They, 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 an, hour, an hour ago, they released and announced the helmet that we knew they were wearing. And then they're wearing a white jersey that has the the dark green and the powder stripes on the on the sleeve, but I don't have a uh, I don't have a pant color for them. I'm gonna bet they go either with a white pant or a green pant. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, probably green. Probably green. The way the helmet is structured, I'm gonna go with they're wearing their normal kind of darker green shade is what they're. Uh, um. So good. Uniform game. Good. No, no no issues. Ooh, Grind's got a good question here. What's that? So he found out that a girl he's dating dips her pizza in either mayo or sour cream. 
Well, there's a big difference between mayo and sour cream, number one. And unlike Chase, the kind of pizza doesn't matter to her. Is that a red flag? Yes. For both of them, either option? Yeah. Mayonnaise or... Especially if it's mayonnaise, she's a psychopath. You think that's worse than sour cream? Yeah, because if it's mayonnaise, she's going to kill you in your sleep. If it's sour cream, she's just kind of weird. I'd get rid of her right now. I'd let that go no further. So, what do you feel like is socially acceptable to dip your pizza in? Ranch. Marinara. Marinara, ranch, that's about it. Garlic butter. Garlic butter. You think that's about it, though? Yeah. Was it on the coast they do French dressing? Yeah. Isn't that right? Yeah. Yeah, don't question me on this. If you dip your pizza into a thing of mayonnaise, you're a psychopath. Something's wrong, and you're going to kill people. I mean, I mean, that's worse than my weird ketchup thing, because at least ketchup's in the marinara family. Absolutely. I'm just adding some tomato Absolutely. To, my, to, my, to my, I mean, it doesn't make sense, but there it is. Stage five clinger. She's, she is going to. She should tell people it's ranch. She is going to make a key while you're asleep. And you're going to come home from work and she's going to be in your kitchen with a big butcher knife. She's like the female Brad and Ayuka. I mean, yeah. just be just 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 be careful. It's going to end badly. Kick off in uh, D.C. Whoa, she put mayonnaise on her spaghetti. No, it's get out. Get out. Get out while you still can. Mayonnaise on spaghetti. That's disgusting. Come on, man. No, I'm trying to even think about that. I mean, how much are we talking? Not that it matters, oh, but like... love of we... God, what do you mean? There's nothing to even think about. But like, how... But how much? Seriously. Like, what... I mean, are we like mixing it in with almost the same amount as... You're about is, to turn my stomach. Is sauce so or... My stomach is turning right this moment. <sighs> I don't agree with that, but I think I would actually give a little bit of I, – it's look, it's not a five, but it's not a zero either. It's somewhere in the middle if you're dipping your wings in sour cream. Like, it's weird, but it's not – I have to uh, alert you to the authorities. Wings and sour cream? Yeah, like, I, I, it's just okay enough that I'm going to make fun of you, but, but the, I'm But not. the mayonnaise in the spaghetti is such a giveaway that she's going to be insane. He says she's an eight, nice body, kind of clingy. Yeah, kind of clingy. No, no, champ. You're. She's gonna track your every move. I'm just, that's. I'm just telling you. Because you think this is a sign of a lot more poor decisions. No, Chase. I don't think this is a sign. I know this is a sign of 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 a life of misery. Mayo is worse than sour cream. Yes, of course. Oh, yeah. Spaghetti, though. Whew. She's already moved in? Oh. Are we just guessing? Yeah, she's probably already moved in. She's already got a key. Well, she made her own key. She oh, took yours no while you were there's sleeping. No doubt. Catalina and creamy French on the coast. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, the only thing that I'm okay, I mean, I, I don't mind Catalina dressing, but it works with salads and it works with taco salad. That weird taco salad that people eat. That, that, that That's it. You don't put the ketchup thing. I mean, I'm sorry, the pizza thing. Mayo and Sloppy Joe's is good and completely legit. I would change my key in the morning. I'd go to the Ace Hardware and change my key. The locks. Every lock. Put new locks in. Just pay for it. It's worth it. You can't change your locks if you're What is your facial expression the first time you see this, too? Like, you're out out at dinner or you're home or whatever. You got spaghetti, and she goes, hey, can you pass me the mayonnaise? I'd say I've got COVID. I got to go. For what? I've got I've got COVID and every other disease. Bye. And I'm out. And I get we're way over here on the mayonnaise thing. Like I'm so far over here on the mayonnaise thing that even though I know it is appropriate for multiple reasons, I still get grossed out by the like putting the mayonnaise on like fish or something to coat or make sure it doesn't stick. Like I'll use something else. I I, I don't want to put my steak or my fish slathered in mayonnaise before I no I don't either. I I know that it works, but still. Yeah, you guys made fun of me for years, and your true colors are all coming out now. Somebody says you got to try chocolate ice cream and plain Ruffles potato chips. <laughs> J.K. Russell says, agree it's gross, but disagree with Neil that she's crazy. That's a woman with no Fs to give. <laughs> the chips and ice cream make sense. Yeah, that's a yeah, sweet, that's sweet, salty, salty combination. Like, there's, there... I've told you, if you told me that I had a week left to live, ice cream <laughs> with melted peanut butter... <laughs> Um, pretzels and then chocolate. Pretzels. Yeah, crushed pretzels. Really? Oh, fantastic! What do you put on like frozen yogurt? Like, what are your toppings on frozen yogurt? So my favorite, yeah, sure. is yeah, the yeah, plain flavored yogurt with Reese's pieces. Okay, that's my favorite thing. I haven't had a Vienna sausage in years and years and years. Not since I was a kid. Yeah. And that's a child. On crackers. Yeah. Yeah. Last week we were doing like brisket and barbecue techniques. This week (laughs) y'all are just trying to gross us out. I mean, we're back in the food category, but good Lord. (laughs) Ohio, uh, I think that was it. No, he missed it. Son of a. Louisiana Lafayette up 7-0. 253 to go on the first. Yeah, the, the creamer does a lot of really unique flavors and stuff. They do a good job. Um, Again, a reminder, there's a ton of football content up on our website. Yeah, this is not it tonight, guys. I mean, it's just probably not going to happen today. I, so, so my day today has been, and I'm not complaining, I'm glad to have the job that I have. But we podcasted at 8. We hit the button at what, 8.10? 8.13 this morning. We hit the button at 8.13. Yep. I did a podcast at 10 with Martin Palomo. And then at 11.30, I did an interview with um, Jeff Conway, the Tulane wide receivers coach. At 1, I interviewed Ryan Brown. At 1.30, Zach and I did a podcast. And then at about 2.50, I hit the button on, and thank God I did it when I did it because that was a long show. On, it went a little longer than you even thought. Yeah, it was three hours and 15 minutes. So there's a lot of – if you want football, there's a lot of football on our site, a lot of football and picks. It's a lot of stuff. Yeah, a lot of stuff. 
I, I know nothing else I can actually say about Tulane and Ole Miss at this point. I got nothing. They're just going to have to play tomorrow night or Saturday night at 7 o'clock. <laughs> Grizzly says you podcasted all day. I got audited. Let's trade. Oh, nope, I'm God. good. That sucks. Presley says, if you're ever on HRG and looking for hardcore football content, this isn't your place. We talk about food and consummating marriages exclusively. That's pretty much it. It's about right, Presley. I'm not as hard to argue. Yeah. I'm, look, ice cream is fantastic. Like, obviously, I'm not going to be the weird oh that says I don't like ice cream. But I think if I'm just given the choice, like after dinner, I would rather have frozen yogurt with certain topics than, toppings than ice cream. Yeah, I, think I would so. rather have the yogurt. I don't think that's weird. And I, I love most people would rather have the ice cream. I, mean, I love ice cream, but I think I like yogurt better. Uh, Grind, Ryan Brown did not say anything negative about Auburn. He actually is with me. He thinks Auburn's going to win the football game. Did he? Yeah. Parham here is splitting the difference and going with Penn I State. Auburn to cover. You did pick That's them what to matters. cover. I was always going to take the points. I never even thought about laying the six, no. six and a half, whatever. There was never a doubt. I don't even really know why I picked Penn State to win because they – I know Wisconsin's pretty good defensively, whatever, but Penn State offensively didn't do much for me against Wisconsin at 11 o'clock on opening day. I will say this. It's not going to impact the game at all, but the whole whiteout with the 100,000 people is cool looking. Oh, it's really well done. I mean, it's really yeah, well done. Sure. It does look cool. I think I saw somewhere they have a losing record when they do that. Well, because it has zero impact on the contest. But but it is cool looking. I will give them that. I always like when they can stripe the stadium like Wisconsin did. Yeah, Arkansas yeah. did it the other night. That's always cool looking. It's easier to do this way than up down. Yeah. Sorry. Horizontal instead of vertical for those who are not watching our feed. What was the line on the ULL game? Do you know? Find it and Two seconds, nobody's going anywhere. At some point, we'll let you listen to the two-lane coach, too. We're just kind of hanging out. Uh, odds, NCAA football, 20 and a half, 19. It closed okay. at 19. See, that's the stuff that Jones does, Daniel Jones. He, he has a run, and he gets two extra yards, but takes a hit in the process. Get out of bounds. It's not actually like attention to detail, but the little things with him are so bad. Yes, what I mean. Yeah, he does that. He falls. He, he could walk out he, at the yeah, seventeen, yeah, it, it, and instead, he, he, yeah, he gets to the fifteen, but he takes a hit in the process on his right shoulder. Get the hell out of bounds. We're paying you whatever millions of dollars to throw. You pay Barkley to run. Yeah, don't be a hero. Nobody on the Giants wants you to be a hero, right? Not there. in week two. They're just not good. No, They're bad. I, this is a bad – I guess the – the Washington needs a damn nickname. Um, I <laughs> I guess they're decent because they're going to win the division, but they're not – no one's – they're not going to win a playoff game. Who went – I mean, who wins that division? Washington, I suppose, because Philly really? sucks. Dallas is okay. Uh, Dallas was okay. Dallas played really well I thought well they played Tampa. pretty well. They played really well against Tampa. Dak was really good the other day. But I need to see him actually go win a football game. And I got to see him stay healthy. Oh, 
that's the one thing about the NFL is they really call defensively you have to be clean. If you put your hands on someone and in coverage, they're going to call it. The college game, you can get away, well, except for Ole Miss last week, you can get away with murder. Larry, Neil said that was proven that Toby was not the Scranton Strangler. He wasn't the Scranton Strangler because he went to see the Strangler in prison and got strangled. See, I didn't watch this far, so you're... I mean, spoiler alert. No, it's okay. We're, we're... No, he did not strangle himself. Because at that point, what was her name? The uh, the redhead. Oh. Um... Who was kind of sneaky hot. From They had the British accent. She had almost given up on life to the point that she might consider being with him. Uh-huh. And then he pulled that, and, and she was like, no, I'm done. Him being the guy would be funnier. <laughs> but is it too much for that? Like, Yeah, it couldn't be. It's that. too much, it's right? It's too much. It would have been too much. Because you still have like a semblance of a... <laughs> no, not Meredith. Not Meredith. The, the... Yeah, not Meredith. No, not Meredith. No, come on, guys. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Nelly. Couldn't context clue yeah. that a little bit? Yeah, yeah. Nelly. Uh, I didn't like Nelly, but Nelly's character was funny. And there at the end, she was so, she had just completely. No, I didn't think Meredith was hot. <laughs> 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 Meredith reminded me of Monroe a few times. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I mean, Nelly was kind of. She's attractive. Larry Joe, the guy on the board wasn't just selling TVs out of his van. He sold all the TVs out of the van. He put a sold-out sign on that thread. Yeah. I watched through season five. I've seen nothing through any. I've seen nothing after season five. <laughs> and that's been years. I, w- I would have to start all the way over, frankly. <laughs> I, know, I mean, I, they're quick watches, though. No, Nelly's, Nelly's not hot. I mean, Nelly is kind of hot, but Meredith is not hot. God, I love that show. You. <laughs> it would take so many drinks, Corey. <laughs> Aaron was hot. I typically have something on a lot while I'm just kind of working, and I rewatch. It was because they mentioned on the message board. Just kind of speaking of TV shows. <laughs> I rewatched the first episode of Friday Night Lights the other day while I was working on something. Just had yeah. it on the background. And I've said multiple times that... Is that the one where he gets hurt? Yeah, yeah. It's when okay. Jason Sturry gets hurt. Yeah. Uh, I've said multiple times that I think for a network show, it's one of the top three pilots ever, mm-hmm. just on its own accord. But as I watched it, and I still think that, because it is, it, that they set up every character with just enough where you really get some early motivations. It sets the scene in 42 minutes as well as almost any NBC kind of show can. I don't like that they win the game. I don't. I don't like that Saracen throws the hail mary pass on the last play to win in the pilot. I feel like he's so spooked. His second, his first pass hits his lineman in the back of the head. He's running the wrong direction, and then suddenly he finds it for this miraculous play that hasn't been able to happen the whole, whole game. Like, let him lose. We'll still come back next week. It's only week one. They can still win the state title. They're not. Nobody's season's over right there. I don't know. The only thing that kind of justifies it the other direction is that did you have to prove he at least had the physical ability? Well, you had to, because otherwise, how the hell are you getting through the show well, if you can't play quarterback? You're also setting up a couple of 
epic scenes. I mean, spoiler alert. The yeah, go ahead. We're, we, the, it's, it's been a minute. The spray whipped cream. She doesn't do that if he doesn't come back and win the game. What? Wrong show. No. Wasn't that Friday Night Lights? No. It was Varsity Blues. Oh, it's Varsity Blues. Never mind. Screw it. Let's start over. <laughs> yeah. But but the one girl started hitting on him. He gets a rally girl after that. Yeah. Because he's a starter. But no, like his deal, because no, the whole four seasons, he's, he wants the coach's daughter. Julie Taylor. Yeah. The whole first season's about that. But it... You can tell I'm mentally shot today. Well, it's, My, been, it's been a few years. The brain is shot. The Oxford Exxon Podcast, also brought to you by Grenada Nissan. If you're in the market for a Nissan vehicle, Grenada Nissan's the place to go. They've got a complete selection of new and previously owned Nissan vehicles. Great lease deals as well. It's GrenadaNissanUSA.com. Also brought to you by Muddy Water Camo. Enter the promo code REBELGROVE. Get a 35% discount on any products from the site. Free shipping on $100 or more on your order. Muddy Water has several new products on the site now, and their brand-new Muddy Water Lady Camo Apparel is up as well. So go to MuddyWaterOutdoors.com. Enter the promo code REBELGROVE. Also go to DeadSoxy.com, D-E-A-D-S-O-X-Y.com. Enter the promo code REBELGROVE at checkout. For 25% off your entire order of the best socks you'll ever put on your feet. Get in touch with 7 South Tailgating as well. If you're coming to the Grove, they've got uh, single game packages. They still have availability for all the remaining home games. 662-321-1682 or 7SouthTailgating.com. If you're in the Grove, probably imbibing a little bit maybe, you want to get in touch with the people at Game Changer Patch Company. They want to help you prepare. They're the only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. they got the warm-up patch, the overtime patch, the all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game ready for your next place. Try them at GameChangerPatch.com. Enter the promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. We're also uh, sponsored by ACS, Automation and Control Systems, LLC, in Baldwin, Mississippi. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell Automation Recognized System Integrator. ACS has a full-time dedicated emergency service and troubleshooting staff and a UL 508A panel shop. They can custom tailor software packages, custom design, electrical control panel solutions, and much more. Go to ACSLLCMS.com or call 662-601-4381. Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate is based out of Jackson, Mississippi. They service the entire state in all commercial asset classes, such as retail, office, industrial, and land. Sam and BB are Ole Miss graduates that pride themselves on hard work and maximizing value for their commercial clients. This week's property spotlight is on the Medical Parkway in Flowood, Mississippi. It is uh, situated around the newly opened Sheraton Hotel and Conference Center and the newly renovated Refuge Golf Course. It's an excellent opportunity for hospital, medical office, professional office, and retail users to position themselves in one of the most vibrant submarkets in Mississippi. So give Sam and BB a call. 601-586-3220 to learn more about the Medical Parkway. Blue Delta Jeans makes the best fitting, most comfortable jeans in the world because they're uniquely made for you and only you. Raw denim jeans, custom fit, hand-tailored in Tupelo, Mississippi. One size fits one at Blue Delta Jeans. Go to their site, go to the virtual tailor, and in just a few minutes you can measure, be measured and design your newest jeans and uh, be ready for the rest of the football season. Use the promo code REBELGROVE. That's all lowercase, one word, at checkout. REBELGROVE. Get 10% off your order at Blue Delta Jeans. 
We're also brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry in Oxford. Lamons at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. has been serving the Oxford area for more than 73 years. From engagement rings to wedding rings to all of your jewelry needs, it's the gold standard in fine jewelry. So visit them at LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. That's the only thing I can come up with is you had to prove he at least had the ability. But otherwise, they need to lose right there. You just gut-wrench us and then come back in season in episode two and you go from there and you have the show out. Kenton says, thanks for all you, you two do. Is there any way to put your confidence level in each pick and Neil's picks? Us betting degenerates will thank you. We probably could put an individual lock of the week. Here's my lock. Well, you know, we had that one year where we, like, had the $500 to spend, and it got complicated. Yeah. It was it was a little bit of a, a, a problem. But, yeah, we could, we could work on something along those lines. I don't know that we're going to do it on every pick. Maybe you get an extra win or something if you hit it. Maybe so. Some kind of bonus point yeah. of some. Get a get a double. And if you lose it, it's a two loss. Oh, not yeah. just a positive. Well, it's got to hurt. God, I don't even know that I'd have one this week. Would you have this, one this week? I mean, I mean, the closest I would can get I is, not pick one? Sure. But if but if someone were to make you pick one, run this through week, them really quickly. What do we have? I don't have it in front oh, of me. I'm, I'm looking. I mean, I can pull it up. No, I'm I'm good. I've I've got it here somewhere. New Mexico plus twenty seven and a half at Texas A and M. No, I'm not touching that. Alabama minus fifteen at Florida. It's at least a contender. Yeah. Uh, Georgia Southern plus 23.5 at Arkansas. I hate that line. Just hate it. Because I don't know what Arkansas is going to do. I mean, Arkansas might get bored up 14 and, and only win by 10. Mississippi State minus 3 at Memphis. No, hell no. South Carolina plus 30.5 at, at Georgia. It's just so many no. points. Auburn plus 6.5 at Penn that's State. That's a contender. If you, if you have to pick one, that's on the list. I guess. Central Michigan plus 20 and a half at LSU. I kind of like it, but I don't know that I'd put a bunch on it. I I like Ole Miss minus 14 versus Tulane, but if you told me Tulane stayed within 10. It's Alabama or Auburn. No, 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 never mind. It's Stanford. I'll take my Stanford minus 11 against Vanderbilt and run it. Stanford minus 11 at Vanderbilt. That probably would be my lock. That'd be my lock. My second one would be Alabama or Auburn. And the more I think about it, I think my lock would be Alabama minus 15. Just screw it. I I just I don't see that. I just don't see. It. I don't I don't I don't know what the hell we're talking about even. Like I've watched Florida some and I'm what are we doing? I think Kentucky's better than Florida. I think Ole Miss is better than Florida. I might walk away tomorrow night and go Auburn's better than Florida. Hell, I might think Arkansas is better than Florida in, in nine days. I don't know what the hell I'm looking at. Their quarterback play is average, and they're they're above average everywhere else. Not great, above average, everywhere else. Yeah, but they're a seven and a half everywhere else. If I say what's Florida's identity this year, you're like, I don't know. I'm scared of teams like that. What's their identity? Yeah, in college football, the identity is because if I tell you what's Ole Miss's identity, it's Matt Corral's going to light your ass up, right? 
If I tell you, you know, and they what's, can sneak you run the football. What's Georgia's identity? They're defensively, they're a damn stone wall. Yeah. Alabama, what's their identity? They're just good at everything. Even Arkansas, what's your identity? We're going to run it right at you, and we're going to play pretty good on the defensive line. Mm-hmm. We're going to be really physical at the line of scrimmage, and we're going to that's that's who we're going to be. Kentucky, we're going to be really balanced. We're going to play really good defense. I was looking on Twitter today because several people analyzing Kentucky's offense, talking about they're essentially running the Rams offense, a, a college version of what Sean McVay does, except with with Levis. But it was yeah. a very similar thing. I like Levis. Look, if you know somebody at Master Lock that can get Neil's Lock of the Week presented by Master Lock, we'll yeah. be happy to talk. Hell yeah. All good. Nobody is replacing Pitt's production. That's the problem. That's no. That's the thing. There, no. The, the, there is no other Kyle Pitts. Well, Tony left too. Yeah. And Van Jefferson's gone. Been gone, but he's gone. Yeah. He made a big play the other night for the Rams. He did. They've gotten a lot out of just okay wideouts. I mean, they're still hanging out there with like Deshaun Jackson. God, Ole Miss had a bunch of talent. <sighs> had some dudes. He was on the cusp of doing it. It's the positive. He showed it can be done, oh, even when sure. he was not being efficient. Had plenty of other stuff going on and was now still not recruiting linebackers. No. At all. Well, it's – I hate to do this because it's an Arkansas thing and people get tired of me talking an Arkansas thing, but I was talking to someone at Arkansas the other day who said one of the things they really like about Pittman, this was someone inside the program, is that he lets Odom and the defense have numbers. In recruiting. Yeah, yeah, sure. And that was a knock on Hugh. Defensive coaches got very frustrated with it. That benefit of the doubt always went to offense. Because that was him. Even from the standpoint of you had an athlete, they wanted him on the offensive side of the ball first, and yeah. they would move him over. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you know. Hugh, has, Hugh passed on a pretty good linebacker in Grenada that, in fairness, a lot of people on that staff wanted because he wanted. Yeah, because they, they get the pass in a way. You get the pass in a way because he had no other SEC offers. Like, nobody offered him, so it wasn't like you were the whatever. But you're yeah. the local school. You know him better than everybody else, too. So that also takes away some of that. Gennard Avery, by the way. Yeah, I mean, he would have crawled on glass. Well, yeah. And, you know. C.J. Avery would be helpful. He played a good game for Louisville. Yeah. He did. He was good. He was a good player. Mississippi made. <laughs> Satterfield getting it done. Yeah. Uh, Jefferson's dad was very skeptical about the Ole Miss staff. A troll is in the uh, the Hey Coach live stream and the panic around trying to get a moderator to remove him from the stream right now. Is that is, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Guy calling Saban a liar in the in the live stream. Oh, that won't go over That's well. not handled. Oh, no. It's not being handled very well by, uh, <laughs> let's see, we got Bobby from Memphis. We got, uh, <laughs> got somebody watching from Coleman. 
I bet. Yeah. <laughs> I James only, from Jasper. Yeah, well, I can only imagine. <laughs> James from Jasper, you're on. Hey, Coach. <laughs> uh, uh, coach, Coach Saban. <laughs> coach Saban, are, are you are you are you still there? I'm right here. Shoot me. I'm really waiting on like the guy from Demopolis right now. That's what I. That's what I what I need. Coach, I, I, first I want to tell you how much I love you, and uh, my, my wife loves you, and uh, my daughters love you, and my son loves you, and my dog loves you. Our dog is named Saban. Um, I was just wondering if maybe this week we could use the tight end a little bit more, maybe throw the ball to the tight end a little bit. But you have to ask it in a way that's not being condescending right, or right, negative toward Nick. First, Coach, I understand that you've uh, you, you've you've won uh, a lot of games. so many games and so many championships, and and my God, you've made us so happy uh, every week at my house. And uh, but uh, I just was noticing in the Mercer game that maybe it looked like if uh, if we would have thrown the ball to the tight end, we would have scored a little bit more. And I was wondering if maybe this week you thought y'all would throw to the tight end more against Florida. Uh, and, and, and Coach, again, I love you, and, and uh, my wife loves you. She loves you more than me. She screams your name. and uh, We really appreciate uh, that signed letter we got when we gave the $15 yeah. a couple years ago for the, for the, for the, for the Crimson Club. That Club. was so nice of you to send that letter, and uh, we framed it. It's, it's, uh, it's above our uh, dining room table. And uh, we right love you. next to the deer head. <laughs> You're starting to see why I got fired in Mobile, aren't you? No shot. No idea. Uh, Gulf Coast, thank you as always. Good to see you in the chat. Says, Will, does LK have less, same, or more of the same resources to get it done? Like Brother Hugh, loving all the content. Thanks, guys. Um, oh, he's got he's got more. He has the potential to have a good bit more. Yeah, yeah. for sure. I mean, it was rolling there for a little while, but look, Ole Miss just needs more. I mean, let's just keep it real. Just, just, just need more. Yeah. It, still got to be efficient. Got to pick your battles. And when you're out, you got to get out. Look, Patterson over, go away. Is Patterson at TCU is getting criticized for what he said at a at an alumni function? Yeah, he's not wrong. Yeah, he told the boosters they might want to start paying. Everybody's going to the SEC. I mean, eh. I guess it's sort of controversial that he just put it right out there. But what are we arguing? I mean, is anyone contending that he's not right? He's right. I mean, welcome to the NFL Junior, which is this SEC. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. It's the NFL on Saturday. Uh, Matt, I'll definitely hit, hit you up when I uh, when I get low, but I've only I've used it three or four times. I still got most of that bottle, so I think we're we're, we're we're good at the moment. Appreciate it. Hope everything does go well with your daughter. However, Mexican Norwell just confirmed what I thought that the guy for the Giants broke his leg pretty bad. Oh, see, I wasn't even I was not looking up. Yeah, I was trying not to look at it, but that's what I thought it was, and he said, "Yeah." I did even put the Green Dragon today, though, Matt, on a turkey sandwich of all things. Like I just. Oh, it's putting, fantastic. Yeah, I've started just putting it on everything. It's, it's great. Fine. It's the perfect amount of heat. And I, and I really like jalapeno hot sauce. Like, that's the right – that 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 flavor mm -hmm. will – I still want to do the wing thing. I still have – I guess get some from LB's and doctor them up. Those yeah. Some jalapeno and smoke those son of a guns. Smoke them and then finish them in an air fryer and then – Finish them in the air fryer. Yes. To get them crisp. I did it 
two a week two weeks ago it was fa- I was so excited. So what else would need to go on them other than that stuff? Just that sauce? Yeah, just the sauce. So just coat them in the sauce, toss it. Yeah. Smoke them. Smoke them. On em. the egg or whatever. Yeah. And then. And then put them in the air fryer for like eight minutes. Get crispy. Okay. Oh, I bet that just crisp them up. And then, then the sauce would. Yeah. It kind of cook into jail. it. Yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, no more hives. No, we're hive free since last Thursday. I'm, I'm, I'm doing all right. No issues today from uh, from that. So I think we're good. Uh, you want to play our Jeff Conway? Yeah, and sure. And we'll go from there with some calls? Yeah, we'll come back from that. We'll take calls. Uh, I talked to Tulane wide receivers coach Jeff Conway. Anybody who wants to know how how that go, come about, um, our daughter Campbell and Jeff's daughter uh, Bobby are super tight friends. They're pledge class people. And they're in the same little group of like six or seven. Okay, hold on a second. Serrano peach salsa. Where do I get that? That Mm-mm. sounds really good. Now serranos are hot as hell, but yeah, I'm not a big peach flavor person. Yeah, I like peach. Like yeah. fresh peaches are awesome. Where do I? Kenton, before we start, well, we can start this, but let me know in the thing where where, where to get that. So here is uh, here's Tulane wide receivers coach Jeff Conway. We'll come back and we'll take calls on the other side. Tulane wide receivers coach Jeff Conway, kind enough to uh, spend some time with me today. Uh, I was just telling Jeff before we got started, his daughter Bobby and my daughter Campbell are sorority sisters, great friends, gotten to know each other. I'll tell you this, Jeff, uh, we we moved into Reed Hall again in, in August, moving Caroline, and, and Bobby was right there waiting for us at the car to help us move our stuff. It was right. It was thank goodness because uh, she was a huge help. She's a she's a a great young woman. Really gotten to enjoy uh, getting to know her, and so glad that she's part of Campbell's life. So well, just, thank you. Good to, good to talk to you. Um. All right. I know. Obviously, there's there's football, and we'll talk about the football in a minute. But in, in many ways, when I think about what you guys have been through, the football somewhat secondary. It, it you're you're you know obviously Tulane's there in New Orleans and and the hurricanes coming and someone who lived in Mobile I know what that's like hey there's a hurricane on the way you've got to watch it and it begin you begin to realize that this thing's probably going to impact New Orleans and South Louisiana in a big way and you guys get out of there to go to Birmingham I know you're coaching a football team but you also have a family and a house and you've got all this stuff going on what was that like those couple three days before uh, the hurricane hit New Orleans well, you know, hurricanes are a fairly common occurrence in that area of the United States. So <clears throat> I remember we've been at, um, my family and I've been in New Orleans with Tulane now for six years. And I remember when Ida was forming, you know, people said it could be big. We've been in that situation multiple times and, and uh, we seem to have uh, avoided most of the the, you know, serious damage. Obviously, Lake Charles and Baton Rouge have gotten hit a lot harder in the last two years than New Orleans. But anyway, as this thing got closer, you know, when you're involved in a in a football season, it's it comes in 10-minute increments, you know, 10 minutes to the next meeting, 10 minutes to the next meal, 10 minutes to uh, film review. And so it's you, you kind of get lost a little bit on what's going on. Uh, our director of football operations, uh, Shane Meyer, does a great job of, of updating us and, and on what's going on 
particularly weather-wise. So we scrimmaged the week before we played our first game of the year against Oklahoma. We scrimmaged that Saturday morning, and Coach Fritz kind of had an unannounced uh, team meeting right afterwards. And it was then that he – we had speculated before this might happen, but, you know, didn't – I guess didn't think it was going to. Um, Coach Fritz announced that we would be leaving and um, relocating in Birmingham, Alabama, and the entire team would be going. And obviously there was some concern by a lot of kids in that direction. You mean, what do you, what do you mean I'm leaving? What, what about my pets? What about my place? Because you have people that are on campus and you have people that are off campus. And it's two different dynamics. And, and then to think we're going to move our entire football operation up, you know, roughly six hours away is a little bit of a daunting task, but, um, we were meeting on that in that team meeting around 11 in the morning. And we were, we announced that we were leaving at seven o'clock that night. Unbelievable. And we were, and I mean, our administration and director of football operations did an unbelievable job because, you know, after you get over the small things, like what am I going to do about this? How am I going to get all, how many days of clothes do I bring? And things like that. The fact that the university uh, decided to take the entire football program, really all athletics. It ended up eventually being all athletics to Birmingham, Alabama, to be safe uh, from the hurricane threat, you know, 140 mile an hour winds uh, is really a blessing. And uh, that's what we tried to preach to the players in, in uh, times of concern. I remember our first night here, uh, we got in at like two o'clock in the morning. And uh, that, that Saturday and the next day uh, we didn't practice, but we have one of our duties is bed check. And uh, I have coaching the wide receivers for Tulane. I have 13 different rooms that I have to check. And when we had a staff meeting that afternoon, coach said, make sure you take the time to sit and visit with each kid about things that he's concerned about, about uh, ease his fears and, and really talk to him. And it was a great advice. It was great advice on his part because uh, that, you know, which normally takes about 15 minutes to bed check 13 rooms that took an hour and a half because lots of kids were concerned, but they're, you know, they're tough guys. And they don't want to let you know that they're concerned, but there was concern. And you got to remember too, uh, a large part of these kids have people, some friends or family or somebody connected to New Orleans most of them left, but some of them stayed. And obviously they were very concerned about those people as well. So at the end, the biggest, the biggest takeaway is that Tulane kept us safe and made the decision uh, to take us away. And this goes annually. It goes back. The preparation for this is, is quite extensive. Our, our, as I mentioned before, our, director of football operations, he makes an annual trip to Birmingham to make sure we have the right hotel and to make sure they have the right services. Because sometimes their uh, labor force changes and, and ours hasn't. So he's got to get those people up to date. And here we are, we, we ended up happening this, this year. So it was uh, in the, in the hotel and the city of Birmingham, there's so many people, Mountain Brook high school here in Birmingham. There's so many people that have gone out of their way to uh, 
not only make us feel welcome, but accommodate us. Because as you can imagine, with roughly 200 people involved in a move, um, it takes a lot of organization. So what is a, a just a typical practice day like there in Birmingham? I know you guys have been you, you, the game that was scheduled for New Orleans got moved to, to Norman. We'll talk about that in a minute. You played a home game, in quotes, at, at Legion Field. You've been getting ready this week to go to, to Ole Miss. Uh, I, I know you guys have practiced. I, I th- saw you practice one day in Tuscaloosa. You've practiced in some different places. I grant mo- yeah. I, it sounds like most of it's at Mountain Brook. But what's a typical day like? Well, we, we actually, Neil, we, um, <laughs> we, on Sunday, which is our first full day here, you know, six days before the Oklahoma game, we were calling around trying to find a place to practice and trying to find a place to lift weights because it's not like you can go to the hotel weight room and accommodate yeah. an entire football team. Yeah. Mountain Brook High School actually was the, the facility that, that allowed us to use their weight room. And they were great about it. And, you know, on top of that, they, they gave a bunch of donations. Like, like by day two, we had boxes and boxes of toilet paper and deodorant and things just sitting that had been donated so the kids could walk down and grab it and, and come back. Um, we ended up getting Legion Field uh, here in Birmingham to practice at. Uh, it's a short drive, so... We, we run in, we dress here, we run into the locker room to dump our stuff and we run out of the field and we practice for two hours. Uh, two times because of rain threats, uh, the University of Alabama has been uh, uh, very gracious to allow us to use their indoor facility. Uh, once the first week in preparation for Oklahoma and then yesterday in preparation for Ole Miss. So, I mean, we, we couldn't have practiced. Like, like the Monday, Labor Day, we couldn't find a place to practice because it was still good weather and and um and it was you know things were shut down because of labor day and we were able to we just it ended up being a day off for us um which the players were excited about but uh, but um other than that we had uh there was a lot that went into it uh, but a typical day is uh oh i guess we're up by 5 30 or 6 and we meet as a coaching staff offensively and then we uh, start breakfast at, at uh, 6.30, and then uh, the kids got to get taped, and we've got a kind of a mobile training room set up in one of the ballrooms downstairs, and the kids can get taping and treatment done there. And then uh, we start special teams meetings, and then we go right into position meetings, and then we get on the bus, and four buses take us to Legion Field and we practice. And we come back, and we shower up, and – back down as a coaching staff um and we spend the rest of the day together game planning or watching film or you know prepping for our upcoming game um and then that kind of finishes with bed check and you they've been giving us per diem so you got to find a place to eat and and, um and they're providing breakfast for us here at the hotel so that's been convenient uh the first two weeks we've been here three weeks neil and first two weeks were very Crazy. It was like being a pro football player. The kids didn't have any class. The university had delayed online classes until this week. Well, <laughs> it was back to reality this week because now classes have been going on now for four days. And, and that there was a little grumbling about that, about <laughs> having to take classes. But we, yeah. we tried to assure them that, we're, that they, 
their pro football time would come. It's not here yet. And so um, the kids have been involved in classes, you know, that latter, literally last all afternoon. We have lots of kids with, with 30 kids the other night who couldn't go to a dinner that was provided to us by one of our boosters uh, because they had night class. So it's just, you know, all these and getting the kids to have access to their laptops and find a quiet area. And uh, so it's, that's kind of a typical day. And then, and then, um, but it just, it, you know, it's just another day. It's not, we're safe, we're healthy. And that means a lot. Your house came out. Okay. Down in, in New Orleans. Yeah. yeah. We got lucky. We live in an area that is not flooded. And so we got uh, two trees that went down in our driveway and, and my wife had driven the car up here and had my car been sitting there, it would have gotten hit. Uh, but luckily all it did was trap her car in the driveway. Other than that, we had quite a bit of debris that blew in in through the windows, kind of around the window frames. And then, then the uh, electricity went off for, I don't know, eight, 10 days. And you know, we learned a valuable lesson not to leave your food in there and hope that you get back in a couple of days. Uh, so my wife has gone back once to try to take care of that kind of stuff. But you've not been back at all, right? No. There's just, you know, it's, this is an everyday, right. we're, we're here, and we knew this when we took this job, that, that when you go through human resources, uh, your orientation, you're told that if your athletic team is relocated, you as a coach must go with them, and we wanted to. Of I mean, course. I mean, my three kids are lucky enough to all <clears throat> uh, either be in school uh, in Fayetteville, Arkansas, or working and so uh, all we really had to worry about was Jolene and I, uh, my wife. And uh, <clears throat> so, you know, made it, most of our focus has been the kids. Um, what have you learned about the kids that you coach? I, mean, I know you, you recruited those guys, you like those guys, but obviously this is not what they were planning for all summer when they're lifting weights, <laughs> running and all that stuff. They're not thinking, hey, we're going to be in a hotel in Birmingham, Alabama for three and a half weeks. And this game that we've got, this this big hyped-up game with Oklahoma that we're going to play on our campus, it's actually going to be in Norman. And our our, uh, our home game against, um, was it Morgan State? Yeah, Morgan State. Yeah. It, 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 that was not going to be in New Orleans either. We're going to play that in front of 2,200 people in, in, in Birmingham. And, um, you know, I mean, it, it, to say they've dealt with some adversity here is an understatement. What have you What have you learned from them about? You know, the kids are. Here's what I've learned: the kids are really more resilient than the adults. They bounce back, and they're just happy to hang out with their friends, and play football, and have a good meal, and have some fun. And and uh, they there's there's been very little drama. There really has. I mean, and another thing that, that has been brought out in this uh, scenario is that we have really good kids in our program. You know, that's hard to do a lot of times when you have 120 players, but Tulane recruits a certain type of individual that's academically oriented to begin with. So those kids tend to be goal-oriented and, and, you know, fewer problems in general. And we've got really good kids. Now, the freshmen – 
Well, by the way, we're in a COVID pandemic too. So <laughs> we have our kids who we signed to this class. We've never met them before. Most of them. That's not 100% true. But uh, I mean, and you really get to know those kids. And that's been a blessing. The other byproduct of this whole thing, Neil, is that our kids, and our kids talked about this a lot, um, is the closeness, the brotherhood that would be formed. And believe me, when we played, no, let me take it a step farther. When we recovered the onside against Oklahoma with two minutes left to go in the game, there was about 75 guys on our sideline that were 100% convinced we were going to win the game. There was no wavering. No one was second guessing. It was it was on. And what a cool, cool feeling that is. And so this team is probably as close or closer than any other team I've been around uh, at here at Tulane. And a lot of it's because of what we're going through. Um, you play Ole Miss on Saturday, Saturday night here in Oxford. What have your impressions been of, of Ole Miss? There was a team that defensively last year was just awful. They look like they're significantly better so far this year, but you're a yeah. football guy. You've looked at them on film. What do you see uh, from Ole Miss's defense in terms of the challenges they present you guys? Oh, I think, Neil, it's a lot like playing Oklahoma. You know, they have good football players, and they're a uh, upper echelon program, and they have a dynamic offense and, and quarterback. And, and uh, so, you know, we got our work cut out for us, and uh, – but I've been very impressed with their improvement on defense. Um, they they got some transfers. They're good players. And then some of the kids that were playing last year have grown up. They've been through the tough times, I think. And uh, they're playing with a lot of energy right now. And, and uh, so it'll be a tough task. I mean, going into Oxford in of itself. Um, but, but I like our chances. You know, our kids are tough. Um, the Oklahoma game, um, if it did anything, Neil, it convinced our team that we could compete. Unfortunately, it probably woke up Ole Miss. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> probably, yeah, I mean, they, I, I think you know those kids see that score and they go, "Whoa!" Because yeah, you know, that, if you if, if you if you believe the if you believe the preseason hype on Oklahoma, they're a top five team, a national title contender, and you know they built this lead on you guys, and probably a lot of people checked out of that game. And you looked up, and it's like, whoa, it's a five point game, and, and Tulane's got the football here at the end. I mean, that's that that ought to turn some heads. You know, I think that um, tribute to our program and Coach Fritz and our kids is that I think that a lot of times uh, the prediction will be that the bigger school and major program like that has an upper hand, but it's also a tall task because one thing that we are is we're a tough football team. We have tough kids and uh, they battle. Uh, kids from, from that area of the United States, they don't back down from anybody or anything. And so uh, as coaches, uh, we're, we're excited about, we love playing these games because uh, we can help hold our head high when we walk into the stadium, know that it's going to be a dogfight that day, and uh, the best team will has a chance to win. And, and uh, the other thing I think the other dynamic that's involved is the kids, a lot of times as a football program, you connect yourself to something outside of football, and, and you end up fighting for that. Well, 
our choice has been easy this this fall because our choice is the city of New Orleans and the people who really have it a lot worse than we do as a football program. Here the hurricane's gone through and some people have lost everything. You know, we're going to go back Sunday and get ready for a game against UAB at home. And uh, we've got football and, and we've got uh, places to live and we've got people who will take care of us. And there are people in New Orleans who are suffering great hardships right now. And, and for us to be able to play for them on their behalf is, is, uh, is an honor. And, uh, and our kids have attached themselves to that. They talked about it a lot before Oklahoma and danged if they didn't talk about it last week against uh, our, you know, at home game, if you will, here in Birmingham against Morgan state. And uh, they've attached themselves to that. I think that's been a real positive. What was the reaction this week when uh, Coach Fritz told the guys, hey, we're, we're about to head back? And You know, uh, as I told you earlier, I it was just – I guess it was just another team meeting and we were making announcements. But when – in our it, you know, it's a pretty uh, – there, there's one person talking in those meetings, and that's the head coach. Yeah. Uh, but danged if he didn't say, guys, all right, we're going to go play Ole Miss, and we're going to bus over there. It's about two and a half, three hours. We're going to bus back that night after the game. We're going to get up early and drive back to New Orleans. And the kids started clapping and hooping and hollering. They're excited. And you forget that sometimes as a football coach that – that they're trying to battle their way through every single day and every single hour. And you sometimes forget about the pressure that they're involved with also. And so that was fun to see. And, uh, no, and then right away we went to work, get ready. Hey, last thing you mentioned, uh, pets and stuff. Are some of those pets with you guys there at the hotel? Yes. <laughs> Thank goodness. This is a pet friendly hotel because I have no idea about 30 of our guys have dogs. And uh, we have uh, some auxiliary vans that came up with us, and all the dogs came in the vans. <laughs> and, like, you know, you got to make arrangements for them. And, and um, the hotel staff said, ask our players to quit walking them around the hotel. Please take them outside. <laughs> and, you know, it's just – it's been uh, – but they've been very accommodating. They This is a uh, skeleton staff that – uh, the Sheraton's been working with. Yeah, I was, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah, they're, lot of, they're, lot of, the pandemic has made a lot of hotels. No doubt. Just and they, I heard today they have 31 employees. Wow. Trying to trying to take care of them. And so, you know, you're not getting your room cleaned every day, normal stuff in a hotel. But again, we're safe and we're healthy and we're getting to coach and play football. So it's still good. Really appreciate the time. I know you're on a busy schedule. Thanks for spending some time with us. Safe travels over to uh, to Oxford on Saturday. Best of luck to you and your team, and look forward to meeting you sometime soon. That'd be great, Neil. Thanks for having me on. Thanks, Jeff. That was Jeff Conway, Tulane wide receiver coach. Apparently my doppelganger. That's what I'm getting from a number of people. Do you see similarities? Uh, Well, I mean, as in the – fact that both y'all didn't have very much hair and you both had caps on from that standpoint yeah 100 percent. it's the whole you you, you look just like it's the whole ball all guys look all bald guys look alike it there's no there's no point in working out there's no point in doing anything about it once you lose your hair it's over you're done
and the most depressing thing for you there is people have hats on and you still just are called bald, even with a cap on. Yeah, you can tell. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah. Those kids on Sunday finally getting to go home. Yeah, it's a it's a great yeah. story. Just the Oxford Exxon podcast also brought to you by John Edwards of Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis. John's part of Virtuoso. It's a worldwide network of travel partners that allows John to supply his clients with added values, unique benefits, simply not available to other travelers. All you got to do is give John a call or an email, give him some parameters, give him some ideas. And then give him a budget and then sit back and do nothing. You don't have to live in or near Memphis to take advantage of his services. He's going to come up with a ton of great ideas uh, with the extra attention needed to make a special trip, one that creates a lifetime of unique memories. 901-494-3387 or Edwards at regencytravel.net. First-time clients can save $50 off their first booked trip just by telling John you heard about Regency Travel on the podcast. We're also brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors, serving you for all your real estate needs in Oxford and Tupelo. Whitney sells condos, land, commercial, and residential family homes. 662-567-2573-662-842-3844. And we're brought to you by Service Specialist. With offices in Ridgeland, Canton, Jackson, and Oxford, Service Specialist has been connecting candidates and employers since 1967 as the oldest staffing company in Mississippi. Whether you're a new college grad or a seasoned professional, whether you're in engineering, dentistry, accounting, law, manufacturing, human resources, or more, contact Service Specialist. They're always looking for candidates that have potential and want to learn and get their feet in the door with great great growth opportunities. Look, Mississippi's a small state. Service Specialist always knows about jobs that never get advertised. Prospective employers are always looking for strong candidates, and you should be calling too. If you're looking to hire quality talent for your company, Service Specialist has names and resumes ready for your perusal. If you're thinking about looking for a new job or you're looking to relocate to Mississippi but you have some confidentiality concerns, call Service Specialist. There are no referral fees for those searching for a job either. You have nothing to lose. So call Service Specialist at 662-832-5138 or go to servicespecialistltd.com. We're also brought to you by Alpha Specialties. Located at 1670 Highway 80 in Pearl, Mississippi. They're your trailer-specific professional. If you want to haul it, they can call it at Alpha. It's the premium trailer dealership in Mississippi. They've got Load Trail. It's the premium brand trailer, the highest quality utility, equipment, dump, and gooseneck trailers being built today. Fully primed and powder-coated, Load Trail trailers come with an industry-leading three-year warranty and two years of roadside assistance. Alpha also has Hallmark cargo trailers, and they can work with third parties to have game day trailers and concession trailers built just for you. They have spare tires and wheels starting at just $100, a full selection of trailer parts and accessories, hitches, winches, straps, and more. They also do all types of truck accessories, and they can repair all types of trailers. So give them a call at 601-932-9798 or check them out at alphaofms.com. And we're brought to you by The Rogue. The Rogue is your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand-select pieces from um, top designers, from work to lifestyle to nightlife. There's the perfect something for everyone at The Rogue. All the best items from Peter Millar, Martin Dingman, Jack Victor, Halsey, True Grit, and more. 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. And we're brought to you by Joey Erickson at Heron Gear Chevrolet. Let Joey help you find the vehicle you're looking for at a price you can afford. Choose from a full selection of new Chevy vehicles or get a great deal on numerous brands of reliable pre-owned vehicles. 
571-2367 or stop by in person at 1685 High Street in Jackson. Uh, Blake wants a uh, score update. Washington and New York are tied at 7. 11-16 to go in the second. Uh, Louisiana Lafayette leads Ohio 14 to nothing. 5-24 and counting to go in the second. Yeah, the Cajuns are kind of playing with their food a little bit over here. It looks like they've dominated the game, but 14 nothing currently. Lafayette punting from its own fall out of the nine. Um, so. And then Washington just scored, so just made it 7-7. Seven, seven. My flooded Grove says I tuned in and thought it was your dad before I saw his name. <laughs> My dad still has hair. Yeah, that's not a problem. I mean, he's 79 years old and still has a head full of hair. Damn it. Everybody, every man in my family except me has hair. Oh, really? Yeah, both of my brothers have lots of hair. What happened? I mean, I don't know. It's totally wrong. I have not watched the video they put out today, but I've seen some renderings. And, I mean, it, it, I think they're doing a lot with them, about as much with the Manning Center as they can do without making – Wholesale construction changes that just aren't really feasible. So, did you make anything of Archie Manning being in it? When you ask Archie to be in it, if he says yes, you put Archie in it. But I mean, I don't think Archie went. You know what? <laughs> Here's going to be a clue today. <laughs> I'm going to talk about this, and that means, hey, Arch, come on down. No, I mean, no. Again, it's it's there. I mean. Archie's a phenomenal fundraiser, so you use him anytime you can use him. Sure, but nah, I didn't. I didn't really put much uh, put much on that. Yeah, see, that's the thing. Like, yeah, hair's recessive. But like, my entire dad's side of the family is gray, but still has all their hair. But that means nothing. And my mother was adopted, so I don't know much about that side of the family. So it it was kind of a crapshoot whether I would maintain my hair or not as uh, as time is going on. I'm probably safe now, I think. Um, maybe not, but uh, you're my safe hunch is I'm point. safe. Yeah, come on. Well, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you lose it like in your 80s, who gives a sh- right? Well, yeah, I mean, that's not what I mean. I mean, I, I think when you, when you go, hey, you're going to lose your hair, you're talking about pre-65-ish, right? Oh, it's pre, come, dude. What? Pre-25-ish. <laughs> I guess it's a point, like, even right now, like, what difference does it really make? Like, like today? <laughs> I mean, nothing really. I mean, I guess. <laughs> Although, if, like, someone came to me and said, you can have a full head of hair. And you I said, take it. I said, what's the catch? And they said, there's no catch. I'm like, done. All right, we've done football, so I feel like at this point, Balls. honestly, today I feel like we've given you sports, and so if that's not enough, I don't know what to tell you. I, I, I'll just accept the criticism. I mean, there's nothing else to say. They're going to play. I don't know literally anything else I can say about the Ole Miss Tulane. Not only that, I've talked about all the other games about as much as I can talk about them. They're going to play the games. Someone's going to win. Someone's going to lose. We were talking about it during the uh, the interview a second ago. Ross Dellinger has a few program covers <laughs> from the 1950s and into the 60s of Tulane with Greeny, the little man that's on their helmet. They're fantastic. They are fantastic. Yeah, they would never be a thing in 2021. 
and some of the old mascots you see why they have been changed as well as time has uh has gone on he was he was an evil little son of a gun he uh he pushes the lsu tiger into a grave with a shovel it's killing it yeah literally killing him um, he puts the vanderbilt commodore down in a thing and is going to blow it up yes and he's pulling the chair out from colonel rebel colonel rebel yeah who, by the way, is at all times holding a Confederate flag. Yeah, he. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's by his side very often yeah. in these. Uh, I mean, the list of uh, the the list of things that would not be accepted today. <laughs> and I rest my case about the catfish. Just it would have been a much could have saved yourself a lot of trouble. Stay with the flood. Muddy the catfish. Stay you're, with the flood. The Ole Miss flood with Muddy the catfish. Just be the and flood. You're good. The flood would be a cool mascot. Sure. Sure. There's, I mean, not, got nothing. All right. Uh, phone line is open. There it is. I don't think I've missed a call yet. Yeah, I guess I did. But it was away. Oh, someone tried to call an hour ago. I don't feel bad about that. And they left a voicemail message. Mm, Look that one. I'm not going to play that. There's no telling. 662-259-0991. If anybody wants to call in, we're here. 14-7, to 7, by the way, Ohio scored. Oh. It is, it is a horrific crowd in Lafayette. Yeah, there's tonight. nobody there. I mean, it's really bad. Bubba, is that you? Hey, boys. How y'all doing? Bubba, we're good. How are you? Sitting here itching like crazy. I repoed the car. Dog was with me, and he was running out. Chase was. I got chiggers all over me. I've been itching like crazy for about two days. So, it's been bad. I hate to hear that. A lot of calamine lotion. What are you? What, what, what are we using? I'm pink all over. Yeah, that's what I figured. So, just just FYI, when the dog gets in the, you pick him up, you can have him on you. So it is what it is. But I ain't, I've never been bit like this in my, in my life. So, and uh, anyway, just uh, wanted to get y'all's thoughts on two things. I tell you what, number forty-four, Neil. You said he's a real deal. That boy is, man, he's good. And uh, been hearing um, some stuff. It looks like uh, old Arch coming again. What's your thoughts on that? What do you What do you hear? Well, hold on, hold on. What, what are you hearing on Arch? Well, he's coming in October. So he is. He is. And, abs- uh, he is coming in October. My, that is true. Yep, my son-in-law. You know, he's he's over in Alabama. He thinks they're they're going to get him, but I don't think so at all. So I keep telling him he's he's out of his mind. But anyway, I they've got enough good players over there. I don't need him. So anyway, I hope you guys have a good night. Sorry, I'm kind of just in the ill mood from itching so much. Hope so, you, hope you feel better, Bubba. Thanks for the call. All right, y'all have a good night. Bye. Bye. Um, I don't think he's going to Alabama. I think it's Ole Miss or Texas. Clemson. Clemson's in it. That's about as far as I'd go.
That's it. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't think anybody else is actually in it to a point that even is worth it. You know, look, I, I can be a bit, bit of a two-lane shill here, as people know, but and the helmets are good. I find old-timey retro throwback helmets really interesting. I like I like alternate uniforms yeah. a ton. Like somebody says, Brett McMurphy called it the best helmet of the year. It is not the best helmet of the year, though. I mean, it, it, it's cool. It's cool, but it's not. I mean, it, frankly, it's worse than their current helmet. Oh, the the the, the, the wave is a much better the logo. Angry wave than the is green a great. Guy. Yeah, the angry wave is the best. One of the best uh, logos logos in sports. Yeah. I mean, I was putting it on as many pages as I could because it's awesome. <laughs> you just put it everywhere. <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> I mean, it's fine, but you know, sorry. Who's here? Hey, it's Corey. Hey, Corey. What's going on, guys? First of all, I just want to say appreciate the pod, uh, daily listener. Appreciate all the work that you guys do. Thanks, Corey. Thank you. Appreciate it. Well, so my question is. Um, with CBS, you know, the SEC on CBS has been a staple in the South for so many years, and it has been with my family and as I've grown up through high school, college, and as an adult. What is the future of CBS now with the outgoing contract, with ABC and the ESPN deal? Is CBS uh, no longer going to be a staple, um, you know, as far as viewership? And what is their plan moving forward? I mean, obviously, they've got a pretty good deal, lucrative deal going on with the NFL. But are, are they a day, are their days past gone now? Moving forward, temporarily, yes. From an SEC standpoint, yeah, the SEC, because they're done. ESPN took all of it. I, I will say they'll probably grab another conference to some extent, and it's going to give me a really weird feeling when I hear that music and I see all those logos, and it's like, get ready for Arizona State, Arizona, and you go, no, oh, that's yeah. not what this, yeah, it, it, that is not the way I grew up, and what what, what pulls my heartstrings there. Absolutely, it's, it's it's kind of sad to see, but hey, you know it's a dog eat dog world, so I completely understand that. And uh, hey, Neil, by the way, follow Chase's lead. You got to follow the American uh, Crime Story deal with the impeachment. It is fantastic. If you've not seen the Versace deal and the OJ versus uh, the OJ um, uh, documentary, or I guess they'd say series, it's fantastic. Love you guys so much. Listen to you guys daily. Um, keep up the good work. Solid follower. I uh, appreciate all these guys you do. Hey, Thank thanks, you. Corey. I appreciate it. You know, in what's some, the Versace? The the murder of that that was season two of the FX crime story. It was oh. OJ or maybe it was even first, but either way, they've done OJ and Versace. I saw OJ. Yeah. And then now Lewinsky is is season three. So oh, okay. It was, it was whatever. Y'all are being saved a little bit, though, because as you're well aware, Neil and I can do 55 minutes on Alexander Hamilton. If he's caught up on this, it might take over a whole Tuesday. So we're, you're actually benefiting by him not being caught up on this yet. Well, because and I'm really interested in the whole Clinton Lewinsky thing because I've I've it, read and yeah, listened no, it's, a lot. It's it's one of my few weird obsessions, and we have a bye week next week. That's probably a good thing. Let's let's just say it's that. probably it probably is. I'm gonna catch up on it. It just hasn't worked out from a schedule standpoint, but I, I want to watch it. It's it's on the DVR. On a scale of 1 to 10, realistic, where are you on it? Oh, on the on, on the show? Lewinsky. Oh, eight and a half. Okay. Yeah, a lot. I mean, Lewinsky, her producing it allows for a lot of things that follow the other things that I have read and watched on it. There's... 
and look, it's just you, you can't put everything because of timing. Like, and maybe we get to this later, but and this didn't give anything away. Like, they open the show with her at the mall the day the Secret Service or yeah. the FBI has come sure. in to take her to the hotel room and all that Linda stuff. Because Linda Tripp says they're going to talk and yeah. she's getting she's asking sabotaged. her for lunch and she's yeah. getting sabotaged. And they don't include like that. Lewinsky tried to go to the bathroom and call the secretary for Clinton to try to give because he's testifying the next day. They don't show some of those things. Now, maybe they get to it later. Maybe we come back to it. But it shows her getting put in the room. And then when it goes to the first show credits, it's, and this is actually true, Trip is in, like, the room next to her, and they've got it open. And they said, hey, get her out of here. And Lewinsky looks at Linda Tripp and goes, no, I want that treacherous bitch to see what she did to me. Oh, wow. And that's where it goes to the opening credits. Hey, who do we have? Natchez. I'm sorry? Casey from Natchez. Hey, Casey, how are you? I'm doing well. Enjoying, enjoying the evening. Y'all having a good evening? Oh, yeah, we are. Cool. Well, I've got two things. First of all, the the Tulane coach Neil, he's he, that could be your brother. I don't know if anybody else caught that, but other than the hat, he and, might look more like your brother than your actual brothers. He, well, he does because my yeah, actual brothers don't look a lot like me. Yeah, hey. I was like, that's a poor man's Neil there for a of second. The, of the three of us, I'm easily the ugliest. Both of my brothers are. Uh, both of my brothers have full heads of hair. Good looking guys. I'm 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 not in that boat. But anyway, well, if it makes ahead. you feel better. I have a full head of hair, and I'm still ugly. So it happens. I know it'll it'll be okay. So I wanted to, you know, I'm here in Natchez, and a lot of LSU people here. I was playing golf last weekend, and I, I know, y'all may have talked about this, but I just I, I want to, you know, we were in the clubhouse, and some LSU fans in there, and every time I have an Ole Miss hat on, or an Ole Miss polo shirt on, or whatever, they're like, oh, what about the Rebels and stuff? So we got to talking, and every one of them like seems to think that nothing is going to happen with the NCAA and maybe it won't. Uh, maybe special ed will escape again, but um, it, I, I, is there an update on that or, is, or do they be more with NCAA or they're just not going to do anything because all these NOIs or NILs or what's y'all's opinion on that? I don't think it has anything to do with NILs. I think it's the NCAA has been somewhat rendered toothless right now. Um, you know, the commissioner has been very critical. Um, there's just, you know, the the pandemic happened that stopped a lot of stuff from from moving forward. And right now, the NCAA is is overwhelmed, undermanned, and uh, toothless, which is not a great not a great equation if you're trying to be uh, an enforcement arm. Uh, I still think something happens because, frankly, there's a lot of pressure from within the SEC for something to happen from all the other leagues, for all the other teams in the league, all the other schools in the league. And if nothing happens, I think the message that gets sent is one that Greg Sankey does not want sent during this time of NIL and uh, no penalty transfers where tampering is out of control. The message that gets sent is, hey, it's the wild, wild west. Go for it. And if you listen to Sankey, he – he he wants something done, including to LSU. There's no doubt about that. So that makes me think that eventually something happens. Yeah, well, I hope something happens because, I mean, I know I'm an Ole Miss fan and I, it's hard to see anything other than that way. But, you know, to get hammered the way we did, and it, it would just be so typical if we were the last team that just got smoked. But um, anyway, I enjoy the show. Y'all have a good evening. I'll call in again uh, soon. Bye-bye. Thank you. Look at Daniel Jones, man. Just rolling. There's a flag, though. Oh, was there? 
Well, that's a shame. Quarterback makes a run like that, it should count. I mean, is it on the defense? Yeah. Must have coming back. Nobody's really He's reacting. got wheels now. Yeah, he can run a little He's bit. He's a better athlete than people give him credit for being. Yeah. It's coming back. Uh, that's pretty shaky. Uh, that's yeah. not a good call. Nah, it's not a good call. I don't like that call at all. Hey, who's this? Hey. Hey, who's this? Um, my name is Lila. Hey, Lila. How are you doing? Good. What's going on I tonight? Comment um, for you guys about your guest. That guy from the post-game show, Jeffrey, he's, <laughs> how do I say this politely? He's annoying. <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey's annoying? You're the first person that's ever said that, Lila. <laughs> How's he, how is he annoying, Lila? Can you fill me in in case we have to tell Mr. Jeffrey what well, it is that he's so that makes him so annoying? Well, he was talking like more than half of the whole podcast, and it just got really boring. <laughs> Lila, I'm surprised you were up that late. That was a late game. That was way past your bedtime. Did they let you stay up that late? What time is your bedtime yeah. on a on a weekend night? Um, between like ten and maybe ten thirty. Wow. Okay. Wow. That's pretty good. I heard your dog barking. What's your dog's name? what he's doing. He wants to come inside, so now he's staring at me. Uh, what's his name? Aspen. Aspen? Mm-hmm. What kind of dog is he? Is he like a German Shepherd or a Labrador or what? He's an Australian Shepsky. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. How's your week been? What you been? What What has your week been like? Um, this is a normal week. We got to dress up at school for all the days. Oh, what what kind of what kind of dress up did you do? We did Hawaiian, we did hippies, um, we did nerds, and we did um, <laughs> other stuff that I can't remember. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. It's been a long week. How'd you dress up as a hippie, Lila? <laughs> um, I had like this little hippie hat thing, and then a tie dye shirt, and then just regular shorts. That did it. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty good. Is Ole Miss or Tulane going to win on Saturday? Ole Miss. What's the score going to be? Um, one hundred to zero. Oh, ooh, ooh. they're going to cover the fourteen. Well, while we've got you picking lines here, uh, what, what do you think on uh, this Alabama Florida game? Who, who wins that game? What's the score? Alabama. Smart girl. Yeah, you think they cover the fifteen, Lila? Yes. Okay. Uh, let's see. One more. Central Michigan and LSU. Does Central Michigan cover the 20 and a half? No way. No. Okay. I want the points. Oh, you want the points? Yeah, I, I want the points too. <laughs> Whoever's whispering to you, Lila, they're getting us all confused, but you're, you're good. Hey, uh, enjoy your weekend, okay? Thanks for calling. Okay. Bye. Bye. That's our friend Lila. She says Ole Miss wins by 100. Yeah.
What would the jump be in the polls if Ole Miss won by 100 points? I mean, that would get some attention. You think it would skip over people if you won 100 to nothing? I'm thinking so. I don't think Kiffin's got it in him to roll it up like that. I think he'd I think he'd stop in the 70s. Hey, who do we have? Hey, y'all. This is Mark. Hey, Mark. What's up? Calling y'all from Wichita, Kansas tonight. Oh, okay. What's in Wichita? Playing golf. Hey, I haven't forgotten your hat. I'm going to mail it tomorrow. Oh, you're good. Oh, I forgot that. Yeah. He's not there uh, anyway. In case you're anybody's wondering, this hat's from uh, the college corner. Mark won this the other night, so we might do a giveaway here in a bit. So what's up? You sound so, like you're in a little better mood so, tonight when Tennessee's not playing Neil, football. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm trying to talk, tell these morons that that two and ten is most certainly on the table, and they don't want to listen. Two and ten is not on the table, Mark. <laughs> two two and ten is on the table. You're not losing to Vanderbilt. All right, hold on. Let, let, but Chase, hear me out. Now hear me out. No, you said two. You're gonna get, they're going to win. So this you're going to win this weekend. So you're telling me you're going to lose. Hold up. <laughs> you're going to lose to Florida, Missouri, South Carolina at home, Ole Miss, Alabama, okay. Kentucky, Georgia, <laughs> South Alabama at home, and Vanderbilt at home. Mark, stop. Well, well those first seven games, they'll be favoring one of them. And if they have a seven-game losing streak heading to South Alabama, you think those kids are going to check out on the staff that did not recruit them? You don't think you're going to beat South people in the stadium? You don't think you're going to beat South Carolina at home? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> but the, reason, the, the thing I want to, talk, you know, I know how much you, uh, I know how much how much high respect you have and high esteem you hold for the national college football media. Yes, I love them and, very uh, much. I mean, Dennis is Dennis Dodd the biggest hack reporter in the country? Uh, not the biggest, but I mean, right after Dan, he's, right after Dan he's Wilkin. on the Rushmore. Yeah, he, he and Wilkin are in. It's a it's a hell of a battle. Is that, is that two one minutes two? after that USC athletic director? Sorry, I'm in a rental car. And I mean, Dodd was stuff. the one that called the Illinois statistician and said everyone's dying <laughs> last football yeah. season. Yeah, five people are going to die. Not two minutes after that USC athletic director announced that. Clay Elton was fired. He puts out there that Luke Fickle's the leading candidate, and if he doesn't want to, Dennis. Yeah, come on, come on. Two minutes. They are in a two-minute search. You're... This is the same guy last year that said that said Freeze was the leading candidate at Auburn, and like a day later, they're announcing Harson. Yeah, it, it the whole look. The whole AD hired Fickle at Cincinnati is one thing. Great. The AD hiring Fickle at USC without even conducting a search when he has three months to conduct said search? Stop. I mean, it's, it's idiotic, but it's – you know what it is? I'll tell you exactly what happened because I know the deal. An agent told him that, and he ran with it. No well, questions he, he asked. Last, he, I'm not kidding you. He said last year that Free was the leading candidate at Auburn. I know, and and, and I can tell you this. I can tell you this beyond a shadow of a doubt. Hugh Freeze never was in the mix at Auburn. At, and I can tell you at no point. Dodd, Hugh Freeze. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I get it. So if you told me that Fickle was, was Dodd's source, I'd buy it. But you can't run with that like that. It's, it's idiotic. But, you know, I mean, whatever. I mean, look, I, I've met Dodd. He's 
harmless. He, he, he's absolutely harmless. He's got a quote national platform end quote, but whatever. God. I mean, I've just, I know how much respect and esteem you hold the national needs, the guys from college football. Media. Yeah. I mean, I have like, no joke. I have a ton of respect for uh, Andy Staples. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mark Schlebaugh, I like Barrett Salee a lot. Ross does a hell of a job Ross, Ross, Ross is terrific. Um, mm, That's about it. That's but I, yeah, I'm, so, I'm sure we're forgetting a couple. I, get, I, I might be forgetting somebody, but I get, I get, a, little, I get a little iffy after that. It's funny because I, I, got, I, I got a new Twitter account because I got fans from my other one. It's like, well, it's college football season, so I better get back on it. I don't see anybody ever – retweeting or I don't see woke and stuff in my timeline when I follow him ever. Is he like kind of diminished here in the last year or so? Yeah, I think so. I I think, I think he's become his own troll. He trolls himself. He gets paid by the click and to his credit, he's a smart guy and he knows what gets clicks. And I think he knows he's probably past the point of being taken very seriously. So now he, Puts up these crazy contrarian things to get clicks. Trying to get people to be pissed off at him. Yeah, I mean, he's almost playing the role of the villain a little bit, which probably eats him oh, alive. Probably eats him alive, but yeah, it's what he's doing from a business oh. from a business sense. Frankly, it kind of makes some sense. Yeah, because a friend of mine every year on Twitter he puts out. He's a he's a ball fan. He goes the greatest losses in ball Twitter history, and he lists about fifty, and they're all hilarious. And one of them is, guys, you keep tweeting at Dan Wolkin, you're just making him money. You're the idiot, <laughs> or you know, making fun of ball fans for doing it all the time because all of them went crazy over the Shiano thing. And one of his yeah, one of his things is, you're the idiot. Stop tweeting at him. You're making him money. Anyways, yeah, Chase, I'm playing Prairie Dunes tomorrow. You excited? Yeah, I mean, I played Flint Hills National today, which is pretty pretty cool. Pretty good Fazio that uh, was voted like one of the best, 10 best golf quote unquote retreats, like kind of secluded and right. you're kind of, out, kind of out there in the middle of nowhere. And I spent. Oh, they they bang me so I call because I'm like I'm playing for I got to invite to Perry Dunes you can't really turn that down and I called Flint Hills I wanted to see it and they're like yeah come on out at eight o'clock on Thursday morning and but we'll, we'll, we'll send you the info you know everything you need to know and so I'm kind of committed at that point they sent me the thing three hundred dollars for an unaccompanied one fifty for a replay I'm like oh my god if I'd have known that I would have never played yeah I think I'd pass but on was, that. Well, Whatever. It is what it is. Hey, Mark. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks for the call, bud. Appreciate you. All right. Yep. Hey, who do we have? Uh, Corey from Amory. Corey from Amory. I know a Corey in Amory. Hey, what's going on, man? What's going on, my man? And and, uh, before we get started, how are y'all? Oh, we are great. I mean, I'm Just great. Peachy. I can't speak for Chase, but I'm Neil's great. tired. He's uh he's yeah. a, he, he's not firing on all cylinders right yeah. now, but otherwise he's he's all right. Is he cranky? No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not in a bad mood at all. I'm I'm, I'm mentally kind of shot a little bit. He's a little it's forgetful. A, it's been but a otherwise. day, and, and and I've had some I've had some bourbon. 
<laughs> well, good deal. Yeah, of course. Caught you, caught you to get time. Uh, everything less somber than last time I called in. We were talking about the tragedies. Were we? Everybody's happy. Yeah, we're we're not we're not doing the nine eleven thing today. I've I've listened to a lot of nine eleven stuff, and I'm I'm I, I'm angry at I'm angry at Clinton and Bush right now. But but <laughs> it's over. There's nothing we can do about it. <laughs> well, let me tell you about my parenting fail this weekend. Okay. Ooh. Um. So. Saturday, I had to get my, had to is the wrong word. I got to go to my son's baseball game in Oxford on Saturday and Sunday. And y'all know I've purchased a home near the Pontotoc Country Club, and so it's kind of a been a been a place where I can go take a shower and we can we can take a break. And long story short, this last weekend I spent a lot of time uh, on the road. I, I was Amory to Oxford. On Saturday, Oxford to Pontotoc, Pontotoc to Oxford for the game, and then Oxford to Amory because I, I, I have purchased a house I can't sleep in. And then the next morning, I was Amory to Oxford. Okay, hold up, hold up. You can't sleep in it, or you've been requested not to sleep in it? No, papers dictate that that you oh, can't. Gotcha. I'm, I'm not married yet. Oh, okay. I understand. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm, and I'm I'm thankful for those papers. By the way, they're, 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 I'm I'm good with that. I'm I'm fine. Um, the next day, Sunday, we go Oxford to, I mean, Amory to Oxford, and, and nobody comes in second place in a baseball tournament like the Amory Astros. I mean, nobody <laughs> circles the wagons and 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 has to play five games to lose the championship like the Amory Astros do. Um, we, we are, we have more rings that are silver than, than any travel baseball team in the history of organized travel baseball. Um, so we, we were there till 12 o'clock on, on Sunday night, but I had, I'm telling you that to tell you, I, I listened to a lot of podcasts, not thinking about my 11 year old son in the back seat. So we're going to Oxford on Saturday and I forgot he was back there. I swear I did. And I'm listening to the Scooby Dooby Dooby I need bigger boobies thing, right? Yeah. And and then I hear the hickory dickory dock <laughs> yeah. and I start laughing. Yeah. Well, my my eleven year old son in the back seat starts laughing too. And I didn't know that he knew that that's what you would call that. What what the joke was right. was you know the pun yes. I, I was like well he's just laughing because I'm laughing until about an hour later I heard him telling the joke <laughs> to his entire team. That's so, great. You know we got <laughs> so that parenting fail one. That's, right, I don't so even know then, that that's a fail. <laughs> sometimes Saturday. Or, or no, sometimes Sunday we're listening to the show from Saturday, and Bud or Brad or whatever. It was Brad, is, yeah. He calls in, and I'm just, you know, I mean, this is like something that this, this is like a, my version of Bachelor in Paradise. Like I have to know what's <laughs> going on. Like I have to know what is going on. So I forget he's in the back seat again. And I, he's he's back there, and and the guy cuts off, and 
I realized he's back there. And I said, Oh man, you know, you know, some people just, you know, they don't need to, they don't need to talk like that. They don't need to do this. It was so deadpan though. It just kind of put me to sleep about it. Well, he calls back in and I immediately reached my phone. I'm like, no, we're not listening to this. We're not. And, he, and Ross is like, we have to listen to this. We have to find out. So he wanted me to call in and tell y'all that he's at a 10. He's a 10. He thinks it was legit. He thinks it was. I, 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 I never, I never told him any other thing this week. I never told him anything that got sleuthed out by the message board. I'm gonna let this child think that guy was was being honest about everything. Well, good for Ross. So that's that, that's my parenting <laughs> fail. I, I hope it's the whole month of September. But oh, man, I don't even. I don't even think that's failure. I really don't. That. That that kid's gonna grow up ready for the real world, you know what I mean? The I mean, hickory dickory doc thing got me. I, mean, I would have I would have actually paid money to listen to him tell this tell that joke to his other eleven year old teammates. <laughs> uh, so we're we gonna win this weekend, or we we're doomed. I mean, what, what's everybody thinking? Are we are we dead before we get going, or or? I mean, I know I mean, that I've been all, I've been off the board for a day. Has 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 something happened somebody tripped and broke an ankle or anything like that or is it the same as yesterday i know there's this fear that people have and i i i get it but i don't i don't see i don't see how Ole Miss loses the game Ole Miss fans are very good at being paranoid about anything so this yeah is, well i mean this, this is it this just, week. just tell them tell, tell them tell us that if we lose i mean we're probably not gonna lose lane kiff in the usc I mean, they, they they wouldn't hire a coach that got beat by Tulane. By so the way, you get that. By the way, can we go here for a minute? The people that think that USC and Lane Kiffin are going to get back together so soon after they humiliated him on the if tarmac. If he does that, I, I don't care the circumstance. If he does that, that's a special kind of person. Yeah, that I want nowhere around my kids. And that's just the truth. Like, like, no, you're absolutely could, right. Could, I mean, the column that I would write is, "Oh my God!" Or not? It would not be, "Are you insane?" It's, "Oh, you are insane." You're, yeah, like, like you're like, literally let's, insane. Let's, let's, yeah. I mean, it, it, it would be. Why would you? I mean, first of all, he's not. Second of all, they're not. But in the event that they did, I mean, what you would say about both of them is, "Oh God, you people deserve each other." Yeah. I mean, yeah, you deserve yeah. all the misery that comes your way because you have literally asked for it. There's, there's, a, there's an anecdote regarding me and my ex-wife that I am not using right now that I really want, to, but, but it's, it's the same thing. I mean, it's like, no, 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 no. Let's do something completely different. Let, let's go a whole different way, and, and. Yeah, no, I, I can't. I can't. I can't see him wanting that. I can't see them wanting that. No, it's it's the people that have done that. The only and, and frankly, the only person it's clicks. It's Keyshawn Johnson did it on a show that's based on nothing other than how to get more clicks. But other than that, nobody, nobody of any repute has. No. No. Most people have said that's asinine. Actually, it's it's idiotic on so many levels. It's just, it's 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 so stupid on both ends that it, again, if in the in the crazy world where that happened, everyone deserves each other, and 
and and right. what and yeah and and I mean you wouldn't even there would be nothing to even be upset about. You would just go, oh, bullet dodged. Well, and and y'all may have done this already. So if I'm being repetitive, just tell me. I would like for you to. We there, there's been a lot of talk about rankings of jobs and 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 i was listening to podcasts i guess it was from today where they the somebody came out with the top five jobs in the country yeah um i think lsu was fifth something like that they were uh put usc in the mix and then rank the sec pretend usc just just kind of came into the sec and then rank the jobs in the SEC. Was it third? Yeah, but, yeah, but, or is it fourth? Yeah, so see, here's the thing. If you put USC in, in the SEC, it's a big-time job. But right now, it's not in the SEC. And so it's making like one-fifth of the money of Mississippi State on this new contract. What is, and, it, what is it comparable to, though? Like, like Without, without is, being in is, the is SEC? Is it a better job than Ole Miss? Or if it's in the SEC, yes. If it, if if Southern Cal is in the SEC, yeah, it's a better job than Ole Miss. If Southern Cal's not in the SEC, no, it's not a better job than Ole Miss. There's no guarantee that conference is even a thing in five years. Yeah. I mean, look, the 15 of the 16 teams in the newfangled SEC are better program, better jobs than USC today. And, yes, I will absolutely die on that. On that I know, yeah. I will. You can put me out there and I'll, I'll die on that hill. I don't disagree with you. The I mean, only just, one that's not just, the only one that's not a better job is Vanderbilt. That's it. The other ones better jobs: Mississippi State, Arkansas, South Carolina, Kentucky. Name I don't care. Pick the ones that you think suck. They're all better than USC today because there's more money. There's more guaranteed stuff. Like when Ole Miss puts out this thing today about, hey, we're going to do this this expansion of the Manning Center. We're going to do all this stuff. Well, that takes money, and Ole Miss has that money coming in. USC does not have that money coming in. Crazy. Never in a million years. Now, if you put that. now if USC gets into the SEC, different, different ball different game. ball game, totally different. Yeah, yeah night yeah, and day, yeah. night and day, because all of a sudden they become but, the but, second or third best job in the country. Yeah, yeah. No, that's what I thought. I, I, I thought they were third if they were in the SEC, and they were in the bottom if they're not in the SEC. Yeah, agreed. So he's not just going to bolt for. And no, damn. I mean he's not. I mean, I, I, the whole thing about where's Lane Kiffin going to go? I mean, look, if Alabama opened and they offered him the job, of course he'd take the job. He'd be an idiot not to take the job. Um, would he go to Florida? Probably, but that job's not open. Would he go to Georgia? Sure, but where's he going? I mean, where's he going that those people are jumping up and down to hire him to today? Alabama's not. If Nick Saban passed away tonight. Alabama's not hiring Lane Kiffin. They're not. Neil just reported Saban's got a heart condition. He's dying. And that's the other part about Saban is everybody keeps doing this. The guy might coach six more years. There's no sign yeah. of him slowing down at all. What kind of demo program they got at those schools? Uh, that's, that's the other thing. Like, what what, what, <laughs> what is, are the coaches driving? That is a great question. Uh, it, it's it's the question that is on everyone's mind. All right, buddy. Thanks. Later. Later, Corey.
Halftime, 14-7, Washington, I believe. Oh, is that, that right? right? I think that's right. 14-10, 14-7, 14-10, something. They went ahead right before the half. They scored another touchdown. Kind of get on where's Matt Corral going to end up watch? Are we there yet? Mm, Giants start getting in that conversation, don't they? Is this the year they give up on Jones? Yeah, this is the Trubisky Bears year. They're just so bad everywhere. Yeah, it's not all his fault. Eight of eleven for sixty-five at the half. Yeah, just underneath. Hey, who do we have? Hey, my name's Addison. Hey, Addison. I love the pod. My dad makes me watch it every time on the way to school. Almost every single day, I love it. God bless him. Well, thank you, Addison. That's very nice of you. Well, have you you guys heard about the Coach O and? Him trying to get in a fight with someone at the fish camp. I did hear How about that. How long do you think he'll stay in the coach? <laughs> um, about five weeks, yeah, maybe, depending I mean, on. N- Neil's really obsessed with next week's uh, game against the Bulldogs. Yeah, so uh, let, oh, wow. let, so help me out here, Al- Addison. When when uh, LSU goes to Mississippi State next weekend, who wins? Um, I hope I hope Mississippi State. <laughs> well, if that's the case, then he's in trouble right then because. LSU after that, they play Auburn at home. I don't, who do you think wins that? I'm going to say um, I'm going to say Auburn. Okay, then he's done at that point because after, done at that point. Yeah, done. You think he's fired oh, wow. that week? Yeah, because after that wow. they go to Kentucky. They play Florida at home. They go to Ole Miss. They get an open date, and then everybody goes, "Well, that's the time to do it." Then they go to Alabama. Then the Arkansas goes there. That's crazy. And then they still have Texas A&M on the schedule. Wow. What do you think? Well, I, I, I don't know. I don't know how much longer. I'm, I'm thinking the same thing y'all are, probably about after that um, Auburn game. Would really come full circle if Ole Miss just put the final nail in the coffin that week prior to the uh, to the bye week. Yeah, that story's too it's perfect. It's too good, so it doesn't make sense. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but I do buy well, I, I do buy the story about him getting heckled at the at the fishing camp and oh yeah, yeah. for sure. That's, yeah, I thought that was crazy. What else is going on, Addison? What you got planned for the weekend? Nothing much. Probably just going to watch the Ole Miss game, and I think that's about it. I'm Ole, pretty excited for that. So Ole Miss doesn't play until 7. What games are you going to watch before that? I'm not sure yet. It just depends on what Dad has on the TV, I guess. We, like, watch football every single Friday. I mean, every single Saturday and Sunday. Whatever's on, we just watch. <laughs> All right, Addison, I'm going to get you a gift. Do you want a, a cap, or do you want a helmet, or do you want a football, or do you want some grilling tools? <laughs> football would be great. All right, you want a you want the you want the real football or the sort of Nerf? You want the red one or the brown one? Uh, let's do the brown one. All right, we have the brown one. Hold on, Neil's uh, Neil's trying to locate it. All right, Addison. Here's what we got: we got a football coming your way. See it. And I uh, got the koozie for your dad, so we'll put that together. I need. Uh, thank you so much. Oh no, thank you. I need. I need you guys though to send me in some way. Get us some your way. Address. Email, uh, direct DL, message, whatever, really something on the site. Send me an address, okay? 
Okay, sounds great. All right. Love your spot. Thanks, Anderson. Have a great weekend. By the way, uh, that's brought to you by the College Corner. That's where you can get that stuff. Go to collegecornerstore.com and you can get it. It's been a big night for the 4%. It has. Had a lot of activity. Feels like the 14%. It's almost like they're more than four. But <laughs> It's know. almost like the analytics tell us that it's more like 10. <laughs> yeah, but we just, four rolls off the tongue. It okay? does. So and, we're just well, and we've got a t-shirt that says four. Well, that's so. true. <laughs> Yeah, every month I'm going to go six, seven point two. Yeah, and every time you make a new T-shirt, it costs you more money. So yeah, yeah, just <laughs> hope Lila isn't watching. Yes, sir. <laughs> you mean to do that? I got it. Oh, you can do it, though. Uh, Jeffrey. Yes. Uh, so uh, my wife says, "Quote: uh, Sorry if kids are listening. I want free shit too." <laughs> All right, well, I can I can make that happen. What is what would she like? Uh, what would you like, sweetheart? I just take koozie. I'm not. She said she'd take a koozie. She's not trying to be difficult. She just wants she just wants something. By the way, we have the classic MPW digital koozies at the uh, at the Wright family estate. Would you like two hundred more? <laughs> no, not really, because okay. I think I think I've got. Uh, All right, well, tell Aaliyah that a koozie from College Corner is headed her way. How did Chase order the first round? Because I remember thinking, like, that I, was about fifteen hundred too many. It was. It was part of the the ad pack. They said we'll just print a bunch of stuff, <laughs> and when I got it, I mean, I still have. I've, I think I've still got three huge cases of pine glasses. I mean, I, I they're think everywhere. They've moved with me like six has times. Like something like fifty of them. Yes, they're everywhere, and, and now, they're, now, now they're like the retro ones because we have logo changes and stuff, so it even looks whatever. At the oh no, no, I, I've got both. I've got the one with me on it and the one without. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, Jeffrey, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin the mood here, but um, uh, yeah, I heard you. You're trying to. I heard you're trying to cut Daniel Jans already. Well, but beyond that, Lila is not particularly happy with you. Uh, she called earlier in the show, and she said, ah, "What I do?" This time? She said you talk too much, and that you're what was the word? Annoying. Annoying. Yeah. She said you're annoying. So I mean, I just, ah, well, uh, I'm now going on 11 straight months of having the number one radio show in Memphis. So I'll be okay with being annoying. <laughs> She's like eight. So yeah, yeah. Lila's mm-hmm. Lila's young. So, something tells me Lila might be repeating what Daddy is saying. <laughs> And Daddy may not like me because Daddy doesn't like to hear things he doesn't like to hear because we've now officially entered a world where people suck if you disagree with them. And it's like uh, that that's 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 the world. Do not make in. us choose between you and Lila, okay? We we don't want to do we don't want to go there. We we are Oh no, no I, okay. I was I was not I was not uh <laughs> starting a, a, a official uh duel with Lila, but Lila's daddy's officially on the clock. Okay. Uh, so I've got. Uh, I've got. Let's a, start with. Let's start with. Let's start with uh, LSU because Chase, do you really not believe that uh, if he loses two straight SEC games, you think that, that seems a little quick, gonna... right? By a week or two, dude. I think if they lose to Mississippi State, it might. It's on the table. Suddenly, the NCAA stuff becomes just too big to get over at that. Sure, point. if it if it's looming, it. it don't you just go ahead and drop the internal bomb where you go, we're going to punish ourselves with, especially now that the NCAA has come out and going, hey, we're going to give everybody seven more scholarships. Well, and on top of that, what we're seeing now is 
the only defense that schools have against agreeing to terrible contracts and terrible buyouts is calling penalties on yourself. And so we see Nebraska calling the internal investigation against Scott Fraud. And then, you know, we, we see with LSU, like they've got a ready-made system where there's just enough public information that is damning to Ed that all of a sudden, I mean, let's be real. Like, I mean, there's no such thing as uh, innocence on all sides, but like they know what's going on. And I think they have the, they definitely have the folder that could easily get dropped. And then all of a sudden, Ed Orgeron is owed nothing. Oh, I, I, I completely agree with that. I mean, I, I don't have anything to prove that, but I, I, I absolutely agree with that. I just think that when you, Look, Saturday, Saturday night could go weird for them, and that'd be the end of it. Because now that USC's made this easy, and look, LSU's got this built-in thing. They can bring they can bring Steve Ensminger out of retirement and let him be the lovable interim coach. It silences all the crap. The media's going to kiss him up. Nobody's ever going to go, hey, we should make Steve Ensminger the permanent coach. No one's going to do that. No, I don't even think Steve Ensminger would do that. He wouldn't want it. I'm not sure he'd do the interim thing. But you could bring someone like him in. He'd be the guy. You could bring him in. I think you can in. pay Steve enough. You can take some of the money that you're going to save from paying Ed and you give it to Steve. Sure, of course. And you let him do it and it stops this whole story and it lets you spend two months searching for a coach. Now, I think that's the interesting aspect when we were, you know, when you all were discussing uh, Kiffin and, and the reality of, of, what jobs are good jobs because I found did you, did y'all see the athletic story about the the coaches that ranked the top jobs? Yeah. So it wasn't necessarily the ranking to me that was particularly interesting because I think the rankings were pretty self-explanatory. They ranked the jobs they thought you could get the most players at sure. uh, the highest. But I thought the comments were interesting. And the comment about the USC job at the very end I thought was the most fascinating. And the comment was, why is everyone so hung up on what USC was versus what they are now? And essentially, you know, it kept saying like, you know, there's a reason why now more than ever, the best players are in the SEC. And it's the fact that, you know, in the end, like it's the easiest path to the NFL I do think that's an interesting situation, though. If LSU comes open, I mean, we know Kiffin almost got hired there to save Orgeron the first time around. Is that is that an opportunity? Um, I mean, I think maybe, but frankly, it does. look as long as Nick Saban's in the West, are you are you taking a step back to try to take a step forward? Well, but here's the one thing I will say about the LSU job, because this was actually the other thing that uh, Mark and I discussed on the afternoon show. The last three coaches to have the LSU job have all won national titles, and one of which I think is legitimately a 100 IQ human being. We're now seeing what Les Miles is as an individual, and then Nick Saban is, you know, what happens when the greatest coach becomes you know, the head coach of the greatest program or the the best program. But I do think it's fascinating that most people ranked Georgia ahead of LSU, and perhaps that's because of 
people know, you know, what could happen behind the scenes at LSU. But I think my argument would be, do I think Ed Orgeron could win a national title at Georgia? My answer is 100% no. Do I think Kirby could win a national title at LSU? My answer is yes, because I saw Ed Orgeron win one at LSU. Yeah, I mean, there's no doubt about that. I think, I mean, Ed has only a few schools that he could pull that off at. Sure. And that is a hell of a lot. Well, I mean, I mean at the yeah. end of the day, though, Les Miles, who's not anything, L- you know what I mean? I think we all agree Saban's going to win no matter where he is. Like, and I, I think, think, and I think, I, some I think would, Saban could probably win at Illinois. Yeah, and I but, think, but I think some people would say that Les Miles won with Saban's players. I think they would, but at the same time, he did for a considerable period sustain relative success. Like, I think we can agree that Les Miles is nowhere near the coach that Nick Saban was, but he stayed within a game, a game and a half. And he was relatively Saban. successful at Oklahoma State. Correct. I mean, yeah. but I mean, in the end, like, you know, the difference between being a game better as a head coach, like if you were, a, if you're one game above replacement at a job, you're an elite level coach. Like that, that, that is a remarkable standard. I think what Saban doesn't get enough credit for at LSU is, Saban is the one that got them to get organized and get, you know, yeah, vertically where it starts at the top. Uh, we got all the pieces in a row and you had all the infighting stop and you got, you know, two coaches after that that subsequently got to benefit from that. But to me, the LSU job is a fascinating job because while maybe there's turmoil and there could be disaster, you know, the fact that Ed Orgeron could win a national title there, and I understand everyone wants to do the whole, well, he's a good fit and whatnot. Like, I to me, it speaks more to the the fact that you can get an average coach there that can put a run together. Yeah, the the, the floor is high, no doubt. Correct. I mean, it's not. It, yeah, we're a long way from Curly and those guys. I mean, it's not. I don't. I don't think you're going back there. I just think the league is to a point. Honestly, and with Texas and Oklahoma joining, I think it's more this way. It's it's all about. It's all well, about- I think I think Neil's touching on the most fascinating question is how much how much has changed in five years? Everything, everything. I think things are pretty even now. Like I don't. Yeah. I, if if you have the wrong guy at I don't know fill in the blank Auburn, you can fall off the table in a way that you couldn't before. If, well, I mean, to, if you have the right guy, if you have the right guy at Auburn, you 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 can win super big. I mean, well, I mean, to to like what you've been talking about the the future of the league. The future of the league is going to resemble the NFL more than it's going to resemble college football as we've known it. And what do we see in the NFL? Like the margins are very thin, and the difference between the worst job and the best job, like, there's a gap, but it's it's not nearly what used to be. You know, the difference between the Alabama job and you know, uh, the Vanderbilt job, well, if, if you will. If I'm right, next week, when LSU plays Mississippi State and Arkansas plays Texas A&M, I think if I'm – and maybe I'm wrong. And if I'm wrong, I'll, I'll write in 10 thoughts about how damn wrong I was. But if I'm right, you're going to see the difference between three and seven in the West is minuscule. Well, so this is my question. I think we all agree Alabama's head and shoulders above everyone else in the West. Agreed? Yeah. Everyone. What do you think what do you, what gap do you think is bigger? The gap between 1 and 2. So Alabama and whoever whoever you think is the second best team in the West, or do you think the gap between 2 and 7 
it's uh, bigger. One and two is bigger than two and seven. I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, there's there's not much difference between two and seven. And, and to me, like that's going to be a fascinating aspect because what we're seeing moving forward is, you know, I mean, uh, Chad Morris got fired what. 19 games in and I'm not saying he didn't deserve to be fired because he obviously did but we're starting to see the the patience be very very thin and the margins are very very thin so yeah we're going to get into this reality of you know there's you know we're, we're not going to let you build something over four or five years and to be honest with you like I think it's pretty clear after year two or year three if you've got someone that can get it done but we're going to see these super thin margins. And if you get on the wrong side of luck in one season, you might be done. Oh, there's no doubt. Hey man, thanks for the call. Appreciate you. All right. Well, like Arkansas is a great example of that Morris was a terrible fit. And they found a good fit. And Pittman appears to be a great fit. Oh, football's fit period. It is. You have the best couple coaches and you have fit. It's not fair to Matt. Matt Luke was a bad fit. Lane Kiffin's an awesome fit. Bad time, bad fit. Good time, good fit. Yeah, look at the difference. They had Sam Pittman riding around with the Arkansas people, their film people, their the season people. Yeah, the day of the game. Yeah, and he's like talking about beers and stuff, and he's talking about tailgating, and you listen to it being human. You're like that guy fits them. They want. That is a fan base that wants to be loved, and he, he gives well, them that. In a way that Brett Bilomo wasn't a fit. Yeah, he gives them that, and people go – Brett was closer than Chad, but – Yeah, I mean, I watched his pregame speech, and they've been so down for so long that it reminded me of, oh, remember when Hugh Freeze first came to Ole Miss? Yeah. And the pregame speeches made people feel good? Yeah. If I'm an Arkansas fan and I'm watching that pregame speech before Texas, where at the very end of it he goes to the two troopers, and this is like so hokey, but he looks at the troopers and he goes, hey, are the Texas fans here? And the trooper goes, yes, sir. And he goes to the other one and goes, is the Texas team here? Yes, sir. All their asses? Yes, sir. And then someone brings the lock in and goes, let's lock the – it's hokey as hell, but when you've been getting your ass kicked over and over and over – and this guy tells you his whole thing is, hey, y'all, y'all notice it was packed out there? And they're like, yeah, all the players are like, yeah. And he's like, fans don't come if they don't believe. Yeah. It's You're like, yeah, I can see how that works. I mean, it was like when, when Freeze first came to Ole Miss, they were so beaten down that that message resonated. Now, does it resonate over a long period of time? I don't know. We'll see. Who knows what Hugh would have done had he not gotten into all the personal stuff? Yeah, sure. He was a different dude through 12 and 13. Yeah, for sure. 100%. Hey, who do we have? Hey, Grime. Hey, Grime, what's up? I thought that might be you. What's up, man? Just got done laying some parlays out here in Biloxi, about to head back to the crib. So talk to us about this mayonnaise situation. (sighs) Okay, look, man. Listen, I got to be honest. I'm concerned for your safety. And I'm, hey, like, <laughs> I'm worried. No, I'm serious. I'm worried about you. I, 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 I don't want to read this story like in a CNN.com thing on some random Tuesday morning. I'm like, oh my God, is that my friend Grind? <laughs> no, man. Okay, look. So here's the thing. She's in culinary school, right? Okay. So she had to like make some type of sauce, you know, for her, uh, like for. Or something like some type of tomato sauce and she was like 
Well, since I had to do that, I'm going to go ahead and make some spaghetti. You know, I'm out at work and whatnot, you know, while this is going on. Okay. So I go, I go for a run. You know, I get, as soon as I get, I get home, I just change clothes. So like, Hey, I'm going to go for, you know, run right quick. I'll be back. I go for a run, shower up and you know, she's eating the spaghetti and whatnot. Okay, can, well, I, no, she's can fixed, I interrupt? She's her plate. So when you say yeah, spa- cause, and I, and I don't mean to interrupt at all because I, I don't want to. I don't want to take. I don't want to interrupt the story, but I, I do, and I, I, I suspect there's some people in the thread that want the same thing. So when some people say spaghetti, they mean just literally the pasta, and yet when some people, who especially people, I guess who live in the South, spaghetti means spaghetti pasta and meat sauce. So when you say spaghetti, mm-hmm. can you specify what specifically you're referencing? Like spaghetti with the meat sauce and yeah. the meat, okay. all that. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. with the cheese, gotcha. on, cheese on top. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Okay, good. Go Traditional ahead. spaghetti. Spaghetti. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, and first off, like this, this, like I'm, I'm just like this. This is just something I'm just trying to squeeze in. Like two weeks ago, I, we didn't get into an argument, but like I had, like she had said that I, I don't know how it came up, but she said the spaghetti and fried fish went together, and I was like, no, it don't. I was like, I don't know why people do that, but it doesn't go together. And you know, but that's 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 just here and there. That's just another thing that had just you know caught my attention while this came up. Yeah. But so you know, she's fixing her spaghetti, and so she's about to you know eat it. But she was like, "Do you have any sour cream or uh, or mayonnaise?" And I was like, "For what?" She was like, "She was like for my spaghetti." I was like, "So I was like, you mean ranch?" She was like, "No." And I was like, and so I looked, and so I took a I minute. Mean, I took like five seconds. And I was like, mm. so you put, I was like, do you put mayonnaise or sour cream on your, on your pizza? She was like, no, not on it, but I dip it. She was like, if I have either or, mm. she was like, I don't do both. She said, I either dip it in the, in the mayo or I either dip it in the, uh, I dip my pizza in the sour cream. It's mm. either one. She mm. said, I don't do both. No. But then, you know, she, she grabbed the sour cream. She said, oh, y'all got sour cream. So I won't do mayo. And so, you know, she grabbed, she grabbed the sour cream and put it on her, uh, on her, you know, spaghetti. And I was like, I really, you know, I had said. I said, I really only eat sour cream on Mexican food. I was like, that's the only thing I put sour cream on, really. And then she said, Mm-mm, you need to try this. And then, along with putting sour cream on it, she put hot sauce on it. And that's when I just love. Okay, wait, wait. No, no, no. That not, whoa, whoa. Whoa. You think the hot sauce is worse than the sour cream? If, if okay. you put it along with it. Okay, so I, I do know that some people put sour cream and hot sauce on chili. Which is not far removed from bolognese sauce. I don't know that I criticize people yeah, for hot sauce on almost anything. Like I'll 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 be pretty lenient there for but, the most part. Chase mayonnaise it's, on spaghetti. I didn't say mayonnaise. Okay, good because because we're gonna have to fight. And right that's, here. that's the thing. Like like if there, if there was no sour cream, she like she said, "Oh, y'all got mayo too." She was like, "But I do sour cream today." Would she have preferred mayonnaise? Like either one would have been fine. How much mayonnaise? All right, way back Rev has a pretty good question like here. Two, way back, oh, hold on, okay. I, mean, I mean dollars. Like it's like more, 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 more than Moe's would give you. It's so like a big, so a big spoon. So does she mix it in the spaghetti? Like, like will she will she take it and like mix it all up at that point? No, it's just like like she puts it on there. She puts like three you know three generous dollars on there. She put some hot sauce on there. Three. And then, you know, just like, you know, and just, you know, start, you know, it up, like, you know, like scooping the spaghetti in, eating it with the sour cream and hot sauce. So way back, Rev has a pretty good question here, and I think it's fair. Is is she pregnant? 
Nope. Okay. Her beard just came on. Okay. And that's what I, I was like. I was like, is this something that you, they just felt while you was pregnant or something? And she was like, no. She was like, no. She was like, I just like it. She was like, you need to try. Like she was trying to get me to try it mm-hmm. as I walked down. No, like, no, 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 no. I'm here. No. <laughs> I'm here. I'm here to the lunch. Yeah. What kind of mayonnaise you prefer? Does it matter? I'm just curious. Jeez. I mean, I mean, are we doing Dukes? Like we doing a, Blue Plate? Like what are we doing? As long, as long as it's some type of name brand, she's not really picky on the men okay. really, from, that, from what I think. What about Miracle Whip? Oh. Yeah, I, th- I mean, I think that'll work with oh, it, too. Okay. So what are we going to do about this, Grime? We have a problem. I mean, we got we to – I mean, I know you're focused on <laughs> Auburn and Penn State, but this is – listen, that game's going to get played and life's going to go on. This is, this is a bigger issue, and we need to get right to the yeah. Three generous dollops. I mean – I'm with Presley here when she says no, just no. I it's the amount it's the like think like it's probably the amount you would you would put on a taco salad if you had a nice plate of taco salad. Like and I and like I mean like you know, like a nice plate of taco salad. It's well let like, me tell you how many dollars you know, of like, mayonnaise I would put like on my game, taco like, salad. Like game day like game day nachos. Yeah, let me tell you how many dollops of, of nachos of mayonnaise that I would put on my nachos. <laughs> Precisely none. <laughs> And if you put a dollop on my nachos, I would no longer eat said nachos. I would just go hungry. I mean, the thing that kind of freaked me out yesterday, man, like, like you know, like we were laying down and whatnot, and like she, just, you know, it's like she was just cuddling me. I had, you know, I guess it was because I had just gotten showered, so I don't know if it was the body wash I was using. But she was like, you know, she was like, sometimes I wish I could just be in your skin. And, I, and like, mm. like you know, I, like that. I was like, I don't know. I was like, I was like, no. I was like, you don't, you don't mean that. I was like, you know, you probably just in the moment. And you know, she, she was like, you know, I don't like that. She said that a couple of days ago, and I was like, I don't know. Like that just kind of, you know. So here's the here's the question, and I want you to think about your answer on this. Okay. <laughs> Are you ready? I want to talk. Sometimes I just want to talk football. I deal with the hardcores that are coming in now. Yeah, no, I know, but we, we, we need to handle this because we, we care about you as a person. So I want you to think about this answer. I want you to give this some real thought because I'm going to ask you a real-life question. Okay, man. Do you want to be murdered in your sleep? No. Okay, then you got to get out of this. <laughs> okay, look, I'm safe because she's going to Texas tomorrow. Okay. So you got some time. Change your locks. Put her stuff neatly in a box. Neatly. Neatly. Very neatly. <laughs> and you need to keep a very low profile for a little while. <laughs> I mean, like, I don't, I don't think you understand how hard that'll be. I, I mean, I, I don't think you understand how hard I, it's going to be to get murdered in your sleep. <laughs> I mean, how how attractive is she? I mean, she like she like she like she. I'm gonna say this now. She's not the, you know the the like you know the cutest woman I've ever been with. She's probably like top five. So how how long has this been going on? Man, it was on and off. Like I met her sometime like last year in August. Okay. And it, we we were on and off. You know what I'm saying? But then I'd probably say around like January after New Year's. You know, me and her probably really started talking. 
She's saying the my, my, my question is, how do we know this is the strangest thing she puts mayonnaise on? That's a good point. Because if it hadn't been long That's enough, maybe point. there hasn't been a lot of other food where we go, oh, the, the, the spaghetti made sense compared That's, to so-and-so. It's a, <laughs> it's a fair point. It really is. I don't know, man. I'm... I might take meal if I, I'm, I don't know, man. And then see everybody in the chat, you know, talking about what I mean, I'm maybe she makes like thing. homemade ice cream with mayonnaise or something. I don't know. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> oh, my God, no. Yeah. I mean, look, I get it, but. Yeah. I mean, man, look, don't don't think that I'm tied down, though. I don't want y'all to think that I'm tied down. Well, I'm you said it would be hard. You know, I, I, I mean, I mean, listen, I love you. You know that. But but I, I asked you, do you want to get murdered in your sleep? And you said no. And I said, then move on. You said, you don't know how hard that will be. And I, I can't help no, but be, I'm, I'm, I'm talking, conflicted I'm as to what your feelings about, are. I'm talking about from her standpoint. Like, just the things that she told me and just, you know, the, like the stuff that she says and stuff. Like, just, just getting rid of her, it seems easier said than done. Yeah, do you have a pet rabbit? Nope. Okay, good. Because uh, do you have no. a pet at all? <laughs> no. Okay, okay, that's good. Because because that that the pet would be in danger. Um, we I, we've kept you for a while. So Auburn, Penn State, we'll give you that one, Grind. For we for you for you for you. What are we doing? Man, I'm really loving. I I honestly, bro, like I've I've watched that Penn State Wisconsin game like five times, and Wisconsin. Move the ball steadily through the twenties on this. I mean, on Penn State, they just had three red zone turnovers, which cost them. And so that's, I mean, that's. I feel like that's basically gonna be the gonna be the game. Interesting thing that I had listened to was uh, your guy's sister site, BWI.Rivals. They had a guy for PSF on, you know, just to evaluate, you know, what he thought about the game and stuff. And basically, you know, just to summarize, he said, basically said that. You know, if any if any if any one player is capable of take, taking over a game, and there's only one player, and that's Tank Bisbee. And he said that you know, um, you know, basically he said he's worried about uh, Penn State's left tackle because he's graded real low, and he says that you know Derek Hall is look, looking real good, and that he's coming on as an NFL prospect. And so all all that was real interesting to me, just from a, you know a scout's you know point of view and stuff. But uh, before I let y'all go, man, the thing I, the reason why I missed out on Saturday, man, I was over there at y'all sister site. At FSU, you know the war chant site. Oh my yeah. goodness, war, yeah. war, Can war. you? Um, I I didn't even see it, but I can only imagine. <laughs> oh, we were boy, watching. Boy. We were doing our show as that game ended. I was just I, I was talking so much crap about the Jacksonville State quarterback, and then he let that last one rip, and there we go. <laughs> Man, just thank God y'all don't work for FSU, boy. They got something. They 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 that media got something on their hands. You know what? There's a lot of talk in the kind of the college football coaching slash underworld, agent underworld, that um, he's in trouble. Really? Yeah. I can see that. And and, shout, and Chase, shout yep. out to you, man. You got that Mississippi State game right. That game messed up my parlay last week. If it wasn't for them, I would have went up. I would have I been sitting pretty. I'm just, just, just going to fade the ACC for the most part right now. It's fair. Hey, just just going to fade the whole damn conference. Neil, the uh, the Arkansas-Texas game was a beautiful, like you said, it was a beautiful uniform game, but what won't be this weekend is Mississippi State Memphis, man, and I, uh, y'all boys have a good show tonight. Oh, that All will right. be a bad <laughs> uniform game. Thank you, Grind. Later, Grind. I hadn't uh, even thought about that. That will be a bad oh, uniform game. Oh, yeah, they're going to – there's going to be some chrome and some black and God knows what. Texas-Arkansas was a sneaky good uniform game because Texas is all white. 
is fantastic. Yeah, as long as Arkansas didn't think stupid. And good. Arkansas went with the classic red on the white. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a really good look. Arkansas will screw up that uniform. You know, what are you doing? They have a good base uniform. Just stick with it. They'll start adding different things or the to it. Or the big hog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, the kind of the Darren McFadden jersey is a good look. And they're white on white's a good look. It is, yeah. Yeah. That's got the makings of a – Texas doesn't want that to be a rival rivalry, but – It's going to be. It's going to be, yeah. yeah. That's SC- going to get force-fed in. Yeah, the SEC is going to make that happen. 14-13, Washington, 6.05 left from the third for anybody just kind of hanging out here. He makes – Jones makes a play here and there. ULL's up 28-7 to seven over Ohio. What was that line? 19? 20. 20. Yeah, 19s. Yeah, they're right there. You're, there, people are talking about you and the ketchup on your pizza. It's just one pizza. It two, is a Pizza thin, Hut thin crust meat lovers, and it's complete nostalgia. I never said it was good, even. No, I know you did. It's I'm, just it as brings as, back childhood memories. I would love to pile on, but I'm, yeah. I'm I have I'm I mean, actually I, team chase here. Yeah, I get it. It's one thing. That's it. I get it. And frankly, <laughs> I haven't done that in a long time. I don't eat much pizza. I don't either. Because my problem with pizza is that we always over order and then i have it i love it because so you don't one, need three it's days one of, of my pizza. favorite things yeah so instead of having pizza one meal where it's like yeah sure that's fine i have pizza for breakfast and then lunch and that's know. a problem and then so. now you've like destroyed your diet yeah we do need to hear i don't think we're going to hear from brad ever again i think that's that was a one yeah yeah it was a one-off he flew too close to the sun. It's a, it's a one-time thing. Uh, Grind, the score is 28-7 to seven ULL. Ohio's uh, trying. Um, Tabasco over Cholula, but they serve different purposes. That's I, I don't really necessarily compare those. Yeah, I like both. I'm a Crystal hot sauce fan, though, as far uh-huh. as that goes. Yeah, Blake, Blake says the checkers on Kentucky's uniforms are hideous. I agree. You can't be checkers when Tennessee is checkers. Well, I just don't. Oh, what a throw. Did he get both feet in? I don't know. He thinks so. Yeah, touchdown. Yeah, touchdown. What a hell of a throw. See, he does things like that, and you're like, look at that. Hey, who do we have? Hey, it's regular size Ben. Hey, regular size Ben. What's up? Man, I'm so glad to hear from Grind after that caller right before him. Boy, Grind came back and saved the day. Everybody was back happy, happy, happy. Let's see. Let, me ask, let me ask you oh, something. He, yeah, he's in. He's in. Hey, what's up? Yeah, go ahead. Y'all haven't uh, I haven't heard y'all mention anything about are, are are y'all fans of comedians at all? Because uh, we lost a great one over the yeah last no, couple of days. Norm McDonald was great. I mean, the, some of his stuff on Saturday Night Live was epic. Man, I, I love Norm. Hundred percent. I hate to see him go. It was sad, and then. A couple of days after, uh, or a couple of days before that, I think it was on the thirteenth. I realized that uh, Tupac has been gone for twenty-five years. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Wow, man! Can I mean that blows my damn mind? They ever get to the bottom of that? 
<clears throat> I mean, all I the theories, not, uh, but no, nothing past just what pop culture wise you hear. Yeah, I don't think anybody's been uh, charged or convicted or anything like that. Uh, are y'all aware that uh, Channing Ward is on the sidelines again? Right. I saw that. He's posting, yeah, he's, he posts some pictures a, every week. He's a new Albany Bulldog. That's right. <clears throat> um, I'll tell you about Norm, though. One thing about Norm is Brad from Iuka, that, that that's the same kind of that's the same kind of norm stuff. If you think about it, what Brad was doing, if you know, if it was fake, which it obviously it appeared fake, to be. But... Yeah, it was fake. Had to be fake. That was some that was some I mean he, he obviously he 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 obviously been checking out Norm and maybe possibly be a, yeah, be it was, a fan. It was funny for sure, yeah. You were kind of deadpan. Just stick with it, and he didn't have the punchline, but you know. Yeah, no, he was he was funny. It was it was well done. I mean, for just a little while, for a little while, I played along, and then I realized, no, there's no way. <laughs> so uh, we've been through two uh, weeks, and you know, I've been pushing a, uh, two guys all off season, and pretty much since last year, and uh, those two were. Snoop, who was on the Blues Clues deal, and then we got Tylen, who was all over the season this past week. So I'm I'm batting pretty good. Look, Snoop's going to be a factor every second half. I mean, they're not going to use him a ton early, but then he gets to kind of bang away and and, and lean on the defense a little bit there after uh, after the break, and everybody tires out a little bit. Um, one other thing. As far as uh, I know, Grind's a big a big Auburn fan, and we catch them on the back end of of next month, where we've got five in a row. Um, I'm gonna hang up and listen, but I mean, just to bring it back to a little bit of football, I wonder if y'all would kind of go through those five games, and then you know, realizing that we end up with with them on you know on the back end, where we might end up. So and, go, uh, go through the next show. I'll hang up and listen. Thanks. Go through the next five games. Well, I think Ole Miss is going to uh, win, loss, win. Yeah, they're going to beat Tulane, lose to Alabama, beat Arkansas. I think the Arkansas game is going to be a good game. I think they're going to beat Arkansas, you I know, mean, uh, Tennessee handedly in Knoxville. Yep. And then I think Ole Miss is going to beat LSU. And setting setting up what could be a hell of a day against Auburn. Yeah, I think Ole Miss is going to be six and one when they go to Auburn. Yeah, I do too. And of those, the, frankly, of the of the Arkansas, LSU, and Tennessee games, the one that I think is going to be close is Arkansas because they're going to be able to control clock. Yeah, you and yeah, I yeah, talked yeah, about yeah. this the other day. Yeah, yeah. They're going to they're try gonna, to keep Corral off the field. They're going to keep it on the ground, and Odom's going to have a good plan, and it's going to take a minute to figure it out, and it's going to be a close game. Yeah. People that do the whole, oh, that's going to be a 30-point win. No, it's not. If it is, then whew, look out. Yeah. It's going to be a grinded out, make you nervous. I think they end up winning, and it's a little more low scoring than everybody yeah. thinks, and they win the game yeah. 31-27 or something. And Frankly, between two programs that I sort of think are on the rise. I yeah. mean, I, I do. I think Arkansas yeah. is on a nice path. Yeah. How did it get to be 28-7? to seven? I don't know. You're, I haven't watched the second one. I wouldn't one. either. 
think Grind is moving on. He, Joe Judge, you getting pissed off about something? They didn't call that a penalty, did they? Oh, yeah, well, it kind of is. He got there early. All right, uh, if you've got a call, now's the time. It's kind of like last call. Yeah, the lights have gone on in the bar right yeah, now. Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, for sure. It's been a day. Yeah. We will um, we'll make this the Oxford Exxon podcast tomorrow. Don't forget, uh, there's a huge uh, video. All right, we'll take one last call. This is last call. I, I said it would be last call, so we'll take one more. Hey, who do we have? Hey, this is Jake from Brandon. Hey, Jake. Um, so, Neil, I, I need some advice from you. I'm 26, and I have an unfortunate hairline situation. Okay. And so I, I need some um, some advice from you on uh, on hats and uh, and styles just as I move forward. Okay, what is your what what are you what's your hair situation at this moment? Um, it, it's receding fast, bald spot on the top, and and I'm keeping the sides short until I'm yeah I'm, I'm about ready to fully commit though. Yeah, I would my, my recommendation would be to fully commit first and foremost because otherwise it's you're you're fighting a very losing frustrating battle. Um. What's your weight situation, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, a little heavier than I'd like to be, but I'm, I've got a gym membership, and I'm working on losing it. Yeah, get the weight off. Um, Every five pounds, for every reason, makes even more of a difference when yeah, you're bald. 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 Once you're bald, it's uh, you can't hide the weight at all. Um, two pounds shows up where a, 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 a non-follically challenged guy takes ten. Um. What's your uh, suntan situation? I mean, I'm more like you than Chase. You know, what I mean, get as much sun as you can. Uh, you don't want to get skin cancer, but you want to come as close as you can to that without getting the cancer. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, and then I've got a, a, the other thing is <clears throat> I've had a beard since I could grow one. Is it bald and beard? How are you feeling? Uh, if you can stand the beard, like. Don't let it go full scale beard where you look like you're trying to be a lumberjack, com you know, compensate for something. But yeah, if you can have some facial hair, I think that's a good thing. If it doesn't drive you crazy, for me, after about three days, I can't stand it. So if you can get a little past that, you, that uh, that would be recommended. All right, and then I'll uh, I'll hang up and let y'all go. My last question is, uh, what was the analysis from the Rust and Oxford game? Uh, look, Oxford's a great school. It's a great program, but. Uh, Ran into a Titan. They ran, I mean, you don't, you, don't, you don't play the Bearcats. I mean, you play the Bearcats, you lose. That's just the way it works. I mean, Bearcats win. That's what we do. It's not, per bounded. It's not personal. Yeah, it's just what we do. We, we, we win, which means that when you play the Bearcats, you lose. Simple as that. It's unfortunate, but nothing to be ashamed of, certainly. I mean, Oxford. It does not derail your season. You yeah, I mean, Oxford it. plays in the Crosstown Classic this weekend against Lafayette, and they'll win and they'll get a trophy. And somewhere in the fine print under the trophy, it'll say, "But you didn't beat Rustin." Yes, and it'll be humbling, which is good. Good call to end on. Is that fair with my? Oh, you're good. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I I don't want to be the guy that goes, "Oh, don't worry about it." So it's all good. It's not good. Losing your hair is not good. Nobody ever goes. There's there's never been a woman that like when she's 19 goes, "You know what I want? I want a bald guy." Mm -mm. <laughs> so
So you got to understand that going in. And you got to work around it. I mean, have you ever, seriously, like if you ask a 19, 20 year old girl, like, what do you want to describe to me the man that you want to marry? At no point is she going to go, well, he'll be bald. Nope. And losing 10 pounds makes a hell of a difference. Yeah, and 20 makes more. Yeah. Yep. Words to live by. Yeah, I'm just here to help. Yeah. So we'll uh, we'll put this up in, in podcast form tomorrow. There's the uh, MPW Digital pregame show on uh, YouTube. Please watch it, or at least pretend to watch it. Hit the buttons and uh, all that stuff. And we'll be back with you on Saturday night after Ole Miss and Tulane. It's a 7 o'clock start, so hopefully we'll be with you around, what, 10, 15, 10, 30? And oh, there. yeah, that's the hope. Please, God. Yeah, yeah. Cheer for the running game. So until next time, enjoy your weekend. If you're traveling to Oxford or wherever you might be traveling, please be safe, and we hope to talk to you soon. Good night. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua, and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter, and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film, and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.